you have in your hand, boy? Pass it over. A telegram. Oh dear. Seems someone has been biting me. Fetch me my trousers at once. No, not those. Those are my time travel trousers. Those are my tea trousers. That's it. Those ones. My fighting trousers. foray into the rap business and the scene you portray. See, I don't normally approve of war games, but he's buying you. is what they all say. And by Harry, they might be right. This is hip-hop, not an Elvis night. Shelve this professor impersonation. Let it end now. It's impertinent waiting. You seem a reasonable chap. What you Evening, folks. Uh, welcome back to the Bacon Burgers. I am Tristan. Join me with... The Wild Blue Cheese, Rubes in the House. And also... The sneakiest of cheeses. Back very, with you again. It's a very, very sneaky cheese. Um, and, and to say house, I'm really kind of loosely saying that because we are kind of on a balcony enjoying this fabulous weather, aren't seriously, we? Seriously, Melbourne has turned it on. Yeah. It was... What, did we hit, remember I called you the other day? It was like two or three days ago. Oh, it, it was, was horrific. Fucking it was feral. just fucking awful. Like, for anybody, for anybody listening, um, I mean, you know, in, in the normal places where you measure your temperature in Celsius... 42, wasn't it? 42 and just massive humidity. Oh, it was like yeah. one rain night in came Bangkok. over. Yeah, and, and it was, it was like, worse. Yeah. I, was, I thought it started to rain. I thought, oh, here we go. Cool change. This is brilliant. It made it worse. Yeah, it was Horrible. like one night in Bangkok. Just it was yeah. sweaty. Yeah. Sometimes I was like getting a soup going in my gooch. It was horrible. Yeah, we were talking about that. We were saying like every time we walked outside, it was like walking around in soup. That's right. Because yeah. you, you rang me and I had you on speakerphone. You didn't realize yeah. that my partner was, she oh, was yeah. standing right there. Yeah, because I was like. describing where he's sweating. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I've got a soup going in my balls. And you're like, Lily's here. I'm like, I oh, love. It's a minestrone, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Yes, so we, we are now, we are now mobile, and we're no longer in our upstairs sauna. Um, it's the sauna. Look, look. I'm happy to return to the sauna in winter because that's nice up there. Yes, but for the time being, the only thing we're missing is a couple of brews, and that's on me. I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, I, I think this is a new thing for us now. Um, I don't know what I don't know. If the mics are actually picking up the car alarm that's going off two mm. streets over, but. Whatever. Yeah. So we're we're sitting outside. It's a beautiful evening in Melbourne town, and we're talking about some bolt action. We are. So we'll Mm -hmm. we'll do the usual thing. Hobby, Rubes, talk to me. Yep. Well, since the last cast, let's see, we had Christmas and New Year's. We did. Hectic, hectic time for me. Yeah. Um, So not a lot of hobby over then. But uh, as of late, I have gotten right back into War Thunder. Uh, Been doing some Stug action uh, which has got me right back into building vehicles, the multitude of boxes I have sitting on my shelf. So, Are you putting photos of those boxes on the internet? Uh, on the interwebs? I may or may not have sent a few to a certain British podcast. Shout out to Fantastic. the Juggers. Fantastic, yes. Well done. Um, other than that, not a lot. Obviously, as we've discussed, the weather has been rather shite for painting of late. Oh, yes. Uh, between the heat and the humidity, it's not great for ye old painting. No, um, it's horrible. No, so, yeah, that's about it, really, for me. Although I did put paint down on miniatures for what will equate to my 40th list. I may or may Sneaky not... Sneaky nose, like... I <laughs> may or may not have a problem. Hi, my name we is Rubes. I have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem, you are. <laughs> Hi, Rubes. <laughs> Sneaky, what have you been doing? Collecting synthesizers instead of painting. <laughs> that's been... A, 
Uh, oh, we so need to do like an 80s synth theme. Oh, oh yeah. One yeah, episode. We, should, we can do that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go and uh, check out the band Laserhawk, like, like, everybody. Uh, like the man says, the weather has just not been conducive to painting. Um, that room upstairs gets so, so hot under that tin roof when it's yeah. a 40 degree day. You just can't work in there. So um, It's just miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tinkering with 15 mil stuff. Um, haven't felt really that inspired to do much, uh, much twenty-eight mil stuff at the moment. Um, yeah, just focusing on some other stuff right for the minute. I have leading up to CanCon, I did, uh, I did some bits and pieces. I'll be honest, since I got back from CanCon, I've done nothing. I only, only two days ago did I pull all the terrain out of my car that I took up there. Um, I've just been. I, th- I think it was just the build-up, and I've just come back and I've gone. You know what? I just I don't need yeah, to do this at the that, moment. Yeah, that post-event sort of burn. Yeah, you just kind of got to well, recharge. It's normally, normally post-event, I'm pretty motivated because I go up there, I see everyone's beautiful armies, and I chat with a heap of good people, and I'm like, I come back and I'm charged up. But this time, I'm just like, oh, I can't be fucked. I've got, I think, three three Shermans, a half tracker truck, and two jeeps to paint for Mark, and I'm muscling through those. It's hard going though. It's like it's when you get that chewy bit of steak, and you don't want to sort of you sort of just got to stay with it and bear with it, and it's just, just choke on it and just get choke on it. <laughs> like, oh, for God's sake, just let this be just over. Open the throat and just take it down. Exactly right. Yeah, just lube up. So, yeah, I've kind of been doing. It. I've got plans, but I've just I can't be fucked. I think our first event is Conquest. It's yeah, Conquest yep. um, Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday, run by Lee, I believe. I don't. There's no points value. There's no player pack at the moment, so. But yeah, like it's it's so far away that I'm like, you know what? I just I'm going to be taking. I'm either doing Chindits or Eighth Army. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. But keep an eye on the uh, VBAL page, folks, oh, and the uh, Bolt Action Australia New Zealand page for further yep. details yep. Uh, for that event. Oh look, as soon as as soon as there's some information out there, we'll uh, we'll, we'll make sure it it's out. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so yeah, let's get into the meat and bones of it. Um, the gristle. On the gristle. There's a lot of gristle. <laughs> Robin gristle. <laughs> I hate grease. Um, yeah, it's we went to Cancun. Um, it's the largest event in, in the, on the Australian bolt action calendar uh, this year, run by Bruce Collins. It were garnered fifty four people. Yeah, yeah, about that. Fifty four, yeah, fifty seven, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of numbers being bandied around. Um, we rolled into te- we left very early in the morning, um, probably too early. That was shit. It was <laughs> fucked. And I I did that because I was like, oh, Rubes has not been to the War Memorial. And then... Yeah, and then... What was it two, three days before? Uh, I got a work phone call and I was uh, heading off north, not for CanCon, but for no. work stuff. So those who don't know, Rubes is a, is a Victorian police officer. Um, he spends most of his days uh, chasing crooks. And um, chasing crooks and reading books. <laughs> I, I had nothing. There's a lot of paperwork. There's I'd a lot of paperwork. That, Books is fair. I do more paperwork. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got deployed out to the fire zones. Yes. Yeah. Got sent up to northeast Victoria. Um, it's actually a real lovely part of the world. Um, yeah. So I got that call uh, not too long before we were due to head off to Canberra. Um, that uh, I was being recalled to duty, which is fine because you know it's what I do. It's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. We were. Look, I was. I was. I was. It was a juxtaposition to me because I was like, I was pissed off because I really wanted you to come, but then I was yeah. also like, I'm fucking proud. Oh yeah, trust like, me, I was, yeah. I was, uh, you're devoted. Yeah, I went out and got a few extra odds and ends for my um, 
my DAC list for uh, CanCon, which yeah. was causing a little bit of controversy in the lead-up, which oh was quite funny. Oh, fucking God. People <laughs> get over, they need to get over shit. Head fuck. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just shit. It's a fucking free LMG, for God's sake. I was like, God's sake, why is not? It's not that big a deal. Yeah, well, I... Um, We've got to be careful. I'm sorry. You're going to have to pull me up on the swearing. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're out on a balcony and people can hear us and normally we're locked in a little room and we can say whatever we want, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tone it down this episode, okay? You That's, need to think of the children, Tristan. <laughs> somebody please think of the children? Don't clutch your purse somewhere else. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah, shoots and caused a bit of a, a stir. Um... I you had two inexperienced Nebelwerfers and people were losing their minds over the oh, yeah. shoots. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Forty whole points. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did come up with an alternate list that I was considering running instead of Dak. You, you were salty. Oh, I've, I may have got a little salty. Um, I may have put together a French list which included 186 points of free stuff, <laughs> including a regular medium howitzer. And I was like, Beautiful. "Screw it! People want to complain about 40 free points. Yeah. I will run with this and see how people like it. I'm yeah. going to run a essentially." 1250 list at a thousand point event. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I did e- also email Warlord about it, just saying, hey, just out of curiosity, where do we stand on these that aren't purposely um, listed? They, they said tournaments, what are they? Yeah. Well, I don't, basically don't got anything a, about this. Yeah. Basically got. Is it four people in a garage? Yeah. Can the roof fall down? <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. Um, Never I, too soon. I basically got a response saying, well, if it's a friendly game, ask your opponent. Ugh. If it's an event, Asked the TO. And you asked the TO and he said it was yeah. fine. Yeah. So, so anyway. What a galaxy brain response that was. I know. Yeah. So I, I was, like, look. I was, so vanilla. I was quite prepared to run the army as was. I went through various stages, anger, denial, depression, acceptance, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and I kind of, kind of thought about it and a few people said, no, 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 run your list, including my original planned first round grudge, said, no, no, no run it as is. Um, but I was quite prepared to essentially drop the LMGs back to rifles for anyone who really kicked up a fuss. If an opponent said, oh, that's excessive, 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 I would have said, well, all right. I can, I can tell you rifles. right now, out of the five people that I played, I don't think in, uh, none of them would have had an issue with that. Yeah. I don't think anybody, like, it's, I, look, maybe maybe some people might have. Maybe you know, right at the at the pointy end, if, yeah. you, if you're yeah. in the top ten at the end of well, I was day, in the I was in the top whatever. 10 and I like I said I went all the way through and at no point did I ever get the feeling that my opponents were taking the piss yeah so look, it is what it is in the past the past I had my glass of salt water at the time uh, took a swim in the ocean you had a whole jug of <laughs> and uh, salt water. I move on um, it's toy soldiers and rolling dice at the end of the day oh, yeah. so I'm there to have fun. So anyway. either way, you didn't. Or not go. there to have well, fun. True. Or not there to have fun. That's the case. <laughs> you up, yeah, you ended up on a. You ended up manning a roadblock in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, a couple um, of nights. Yeah, but I mean, it was like, like I said, we're dead proud that you that you you oh, did it, and yeah. it's fucking, it's awesome. Just doing what I can to help. There's plenty more Hell doing yeah. a lot more than what I was able to do. And so. it's still going. Like this is the weird yeah. thing. I mean, that drive yeah. up the, on the way up there. I mean, we we don't get to see a lot of it. Here in Melbourne, but no. man, I I, gr- yeah. I grew up in some of those places that we passed through up in uh, what did we call it, Violent Town? Yeah, <laughs> Violet Town, which you know the song by the Church. If you Aussie rock fan, you might know it. Um, I had never seen it like that. I mean, I'd yeah. seen it wall to wall rabbits before, but I had yeah, never I seen it tender, dry, s- and just speaking to baked some of the, like the locals that. and seeing the photos and the videos that they were showing us of the flames coming over mountaintops, it was incredible. Well, we just had, incredible. Um, we had, uh, in between, I think it was December 30, 
was when it got really bad. Like yeah. we had we had days and days of smoke. There's a town of the um, eastern uh, on the east coast of Australia called Malacuta. They were completely cut off. They were taking them out on boats and helicopters. They my, were choppering. My, my old man's up yeah. in uh, Locksport, which is just near yeah, Lake, Lakes, yeah, Lakes, Gold, Lakes Gold Entrance. Yep. Mm. Um, so because of where it is on that sort of spit of land, it's not in in danger of the fire, but. Um, he's talking about I can't stand the smoke much longer. It's yeah. it was insane. Like we had my, my wife has um has asthma and she was just it was tough. It was yeah. you would just walk out and you could just smell it in the air. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, but one thing I will say is that the spirit of the locals wasn't broken. Um, no. They were all you know pulling together. They were all coming out to help each other mend fences and the like. And all I can say to people is uh, in the next couple of months, if you're planning a holiday. Um, head to some of these areas and help them with oh, their yeah. recovery. Yeah. Spend some money in their towns uh, rather than giving to the big charities. Going to the towns does a lot more for the towns. Um, Don't eat at the local bakery as yeah. opposed to the local oh, makers. I went to a you'll help those. Went to out. a fantastic little local pub up there when we were one night for dinner, and I give it what, a shout out. Give it a the, shout out right uh, now. Jellic Pub just over the border in New South Wales. Uh, hang on, hang on. It's New South Wales. Just over the border. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> no shout out. Um, the grilled barramundi was amazing. They, it does sound yeah, fucking good, it was, doesn't it? Yeah. So get it, get up there, um, help out the local scenes, and um, yeah, do what you can. Um, Hell yeah! It's um, it's it's hard, it's hard for us because we're sitting here. What what you're going to do? Like 22, 23 degrees. It's a it's a beautiful. I mean, this evening. is like just like and a, it's still res- going on. a respite. Yeah. We we yeah. we haven't had a lot of almost like days off like this. I mean, I haven't worn long pants and shoes for. Wait, mostly because I'm unemployed. But <laughs> you know, just think you don't wear pants on a daily basis at the moment. I have a kimono. <laughs> oh God! I just got this image I in my head. Yeah, silk, so I. I, have a, I have a silk smoking jacket. <laughs> of course you do. Do you have a cravat for that? No, but yeah. I wear it with with like a. Th- I, have a I need to need present. to get a fez. You do. And a pipe. You would look amazing with a fez. We were yeah. having a, have a conversation about this in Canberra. Why hasn't somebody done a vape pen that's shaped like a pipe? That you would be a, an absolute you know poon slayer if you were. Just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that those two two terms go oh, together. Oh, trust me, mate. If you had a vape pipe, you and you what? were just you would literally had the big old Sherlock Holmes style, and, and you would just be swimming. Oh, in I'm, poon try, I'm trying to trying to think of a bad Hugh Hefner pun, but nothing's no, coming. No, to nothing's mind. coming up. No. Ah! <laughs> Terrible. Mention I don't think I've ever seen a vape shape like a, a pipe. No, I, 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 I don't know how it hasn't no, happened. Because you look like enough of a retard. <laughs> without you, you do look, look I mean, like... You do live in Elwood, dude. Yeah, you are a hit. Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> that would be a, a deer stalker with a little cape. You would just... Oh, my God. You'd have, to beat the women, you'd have to beat the women back with the pipe. That would just be incredible. And this has been the Bacon Burgers yeah. State Emergency right. and Vaping Podcast. See Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll catch no. you next episode. All right. Well, no, I mean, the, so the only reason that I, I do that, and going back to our thing about the smoke, was I, I used to used to rail down the durries like nobody's business. You, it, yeah. was, it was really bad. Um, and I quit nearly 18 months ago. I haven't had one ever it's since. It's been that long. Yeah. Well, yeah, so yeah. I've known you, you've, never, the, you've always vaped. Yeah, yeah. And the, But that thing about the smoke didn't bother me that much because I think I was inoculated by <laughs> yeah. 20 years of smoking Yeah, you walked out and your lungs were like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. This is great. Speaking of smoke, that actually was my game plan for CanCon with those twin networkers. Yeah. Smoke it up. Five-inch smoke templates. Mm. You get a smoke template. You get a smoke template. Everyone gets a smoke template. Everyone gets smoke like templates. It. It's a good idea. Um, so anyway, we drove up. Um, we left very, very early. Rubes wasn't with us, so we had um, we actually had the Rocket Man in the car. We had Amph. Um, he came it along. Felt like a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. I, anyway, so it's, it's, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna go with that. Like, no, nah, better not. Better not. Yeah, he's a tiny dancer, but we I'm love a rocket him. man. <laughs> no, well, I, I would only accept it if you did the Shatner version of that. I'm a rocket man. Anyway, so we drove up. It was a fuck of a long drive. Pardon my French. Um, we left at three thirty. We picked you up. Yeah, yeah, three thirty a.m. We were that in. Was rough. We were balls deep in Canberra by midday. Um, I was really. I actually got really crook on the way up. Um, I got. Well, I got about an hour north of the city. No, I got an, no. It was an hour out of an hour out of Albury. I pulled over and said, "I can't do this anymore." I pulled over. Mm. Um, I then, Garrett was saying that by the time you guys had got fifty meters down the road, I was out cold. Yeah, you you just passed out. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't feeling great either because um, I think I may have had a beer too many the night before and uh, <laughs> it's um, a rookie error man three hours sleep or whatever it was just it doesn't do, do well yeah anyway so um i passed out I, I woke up in holbrook which is the submarine town there's a submarine mm. in the middle of in the, yeah, in the middle of country victoria yeah for, the, for those of you that don't know um country victoria for reasons that nobody has been Never adequately explained to, explained to me um Holbrook, which is hundreds of miles from the coast, yeah. has an enormous, great big submarine in the middle is of it, the town. A uh, Collins class? No, it's no, not. it's older than yeah, that. If it was it Collins is. class, it would have probably sunk. They yeah. were exactly the a success. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's, yeah. it's a, it, and, it's and a, a whole lot of like naval memorabilia and whatever. But f- yeah, we don't understand why it's so far it's from the just coast. There. Anyway, so we pulled in, had breakfast, and then I jumped back behind the wheel, stopped at the dog in the tucker box. Well, there's another weird Australiana so thing we that, we, that... Yeah, we... So Sneaky got out, and he was like, why is... What, what's the story? And we're like, we don't know. We're going there. You'll be able to read. So we got out, got the photo that I sent to my wife, because every time I drove past the dog in the tucker box, I, t- I send a photo to my wife to give a shit. Um, Sneaky actually got out and started reading some stuff, and then we were like, get the fuck back in the car. We're leaving. And the mystery and the mystery, <laughs> the mystery persists. I'm so sorry. I was I was so I was not well, and I'm like I just need to get back on the road. I need to get to Canberra, and it'll be all right. Well, but I figured it out when we stopped in in uh, on the way back. Gundagai, um, we stopped Gundagai, at the RSL. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so we rolled into Canberra, did the War Memorial, which was fantastic. Um, Sneaky, you've you have done it? You um, done it. many, many, many years ago when I was. Like under under the age of ten, sure, so, sure, uh, not for an enormously long time. Yeah, not since the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, late eighties so, at least. Yeah, I we we rolled in. You and I were kind of walking around together for a little bit, and then I I was I was not well. Like I actually felt like I was nauseous, headaches. I my, like everything hurt. I'm like, yeah, you had wow. the full like full scale fever. And yeah, I was on, not. Yeah. I thought, thank you, body. This is great. <laughs> great like, timing. The, the day before fucking CanCon, and I come down with a fever. Um, so I sat down for a bit and then eventually Garrett and Ant found me and I was just like day, like I was, I was, you know where the 25 pounder was underneath the Spitfire? Remember I wasn't at the memorial, so. Yeah, you yeah. haven't seen I it did yet. see the photos when I finally got phone reception and comments so back and I was so jealous. Yeah, next time. Yes. Next time. Yes. Um, anyway, so yeah, Sneaky and I eventually left Garrett and Amph to walk around and then, um, we went and sat out in the grass for a while. And then we went and set up tables and checked into the hotel. Uh, there was a miscommunication with the hotel, and Garrett and I ended up sharing a room and sharing a bed. And <laughs> oh, it was it was it was one of those things where we we're like, "Nah, we're okay with it." And then we finally climbed into bed with each other. It's just like, 
stay on your side, I'll fucking stay on my side and don't steal the doona. And, and uh, during that time while you were asleep, um, I yeah. had realized that somewhere on the drive I dropped my uh, vape on the ground <laughs> and right. cracked the glass oh, case. Oh, that's right. Um, and so I was facing the prospect of going through a two-day tournament Thanging for a cigarette or a, a vape, which nobody wants. No, to see. nobody wants. Nobody wants you like that. It's no. already you're already under enough pressure. Yeah. So we we went out. We had a nice meal that night. Went to the pub. That was good. That yeah. was great. And then um, I go back. I started to feel more like a human that night because I'm like, okay, I just sleep, food, water. Woke up the next day and it was on like Donkey Kong. So we we were enormously lucky. Um, again, a little bit like tonight. Um, the airport in Canberra had been closed the day, a couple of days beforehand because of the inundation of smoke coming through. So there was some concern that it was going to be hellishly hot with unbreathable air condition um, in an enormous tin shed full of sweaty gamers, which... We got lucky, though. We were very lucky because I've been to uh, some summer events in Australia that have just been intolerable. They are hard fucking work. Just really, really bad. I would uh, rather be too cold at a gaming table than too hot. Oh, absolutely. It's just miserable. Yeah. I mean, you're you're sweating a lot. If you've you've been out the night before, you really feel it. Um, So, yeah, we, we were very, very lucky. It was a beautiful, mild day, maybe about 23 degrees or something. On the Friday? Uh, the Saturday, yeah. Saturday was thirty, and then Sunday was thirty-two. Yeah. But we but were in, we mild, were in yeah. an air-conditioned shed, and it just it did not feel like thirty degrees. It no. was just gorgeous. Like weather was just on point. Um, but yeah, so let's break it down. Sneaky, you had a good day one, didn't did you? Not I did. I did have a very good day one. Um, so I guess maybe we should talk a little bit. A little bit about lists. What'd you take? We, what did you absolutely? What in? did you take? Because okay. I have a feeling there's going to be some hate coming my way right. from my list. Well, Rubes, if you reach into that uh, recycling bin behind you, he's already thrown his list out. I did. Uh, I found it this afternoon in a pile of <laughs> papers and remembered that it was just out here. So. Surely the list can't have been that bad. Right. Uh, Twelve fifty point uh, Soviet reinforced platoons. Two platoons. Uh, Seventeen dice. Um, so we had. A junior lieutenant with uh, with one bro, um, nine man naval squad, uh, five with SMGs, one with rifles, um, and they were at regular. Uh, guard squad, nine regular rifles, um, the free rifle squad, inexperienced. Medium mortar team, uh, two AT rifles, uh, uh, again at regulars. Uh, Ziz three, at regular. Uh, horse drawn limber. And we'll come back to Limbers in a little <laughs> bit. Uh, the c- regular Katusha, uh, two trucks, uh, two trucks. Um, second platoon, um, a inexperienced second lieutenant, junior lieutenant, uh, regular guard squad, nine guys with rifles, um, and a nine-man regular SMG squad. Um, flame th- regular, f- uh, sorry, veteran, no, regular flamethrower team. And uh, SU-152 at regular. So there was no... Seventeen. So, But no veteran units in the whole army. It's it's a damn fine list. You and I have spoken about this, and I feel that you... Well, what's the point sink for the 152? It's about 350 points. Oh, let me just pick up that piece of paper that I just hurled down in disgust. Um... 
What do we got? 290 points. It's not, not that bad. It's not that not bad. Um, the lack of a secondary MG is a is a pain. Lack of a turret. Yeah, but I mean, and the only option for taking an MG is a heavy MG. Yeah. Um, that's not terrible, but it's not it's, terrible, it's but it's not like a lot of shots coming no, out. No, no, it's good for taking out soft skins or you know killing mm. veterans, but um, or just having a second shot at something yeah, just else. having another another stab at the another stab yeah. at the wheel. I mean, yeah. th- this time around, building building this list. I came right down to the line and really finessed that in a way that I don't often do when I'm building lists. So there was always that question about, oh, five points here, five points there. That, yeah. Um, usually I don't get that involved in 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 um, worrying about, but this See, time because it is a it, it is essentially the Australian nationals for well, bolt yeah. action. We had this conversation, but I mean, normally with it, when it comes to an event, you wake up the day of the event throw some shit in a case, get on a tram and go, right? No, not not quite that bad, but a, a couple of days of before. Of course, I'm generalizing, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. but you're... I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not somebody not that will... You're months before. Yeah, build a list and build an army around it. It's more that I have a collection of miniatures and I just build a list out of what I sure. feel like yeah. at any given time. I, I took a lot more thought about it this time, I think, and, and that certainly paid off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, there were some elements where... You know, I certainly would have liked to have had some more LMGs in those squads. I would have liked to have had a few more, yeah, a few you. veteran ones. Yeah, but, I'm definitely uh, hearing you. Um, yeah. All right. It, the thing is, I'm, I'm thinking about that. I've, I know what your result is, so we'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, it's, I think that I've because I've been so with my Finns and with my Americans and with my LRDG, I've never paid more than around about a hundred and. Thirty to one hundred and forty points for a vehicle. So all of a sudden, what's, the, what's the heaviest heaviest tank that you've ever taken? Then Churchill. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm a ten Churchill, but that's the Church Six Mark, Church Five Mark Six. It's one of the Mark, Mark something. I don't know. I can't remember. But it's it's like two hundred and something points. Mm. It's got the versatile seventy five mil gun, forward facing medium, uh, forward facing medium machine gun, and a coax. Um, armor ten slow, mm. but it kind of it it does what it's supposed to do. It's very, very hard to kind of get rid of that. Um, the turret's also very, very nice. The gun isn't as powerful as a 152, but, mm-hmm. you know, in most games, you're not really going to be hitting something that needs, you know, a heavy howitzer. God, I think the heaviest tank I've ever taken has been a Panzer II or a Somio S35, I think. I could think. have sworn you would have told me that you would take a Sturm Tiger or something. I've got you? a Tiger at home yeah. to build, but I've never taken a you late... Ne- well, never late, taken any, anything heavy? I've never taken a list that's post-1942. Um, and I'm pretty sure the heaviest... Yeah, that was um, Autumn Mist. I took a Somio S35. Yeah. Um, and I've taken a Panzer II. Other than that, I don't tend to run a lot of tanks. Usually assault guns. Assault guns are... Yeah, they're, they're, well, they're, they're tasty. They're ta- yeah, and they're in the tank slot, but yeah, yeah. for I mean, actual ta- actual tanks, I, yeah, I can't say I've ever... All right, so uh, <coughs> my list was, I think most people have heard my list, it's the same list that I took to Festive Front, but there was, I think I I talked for a little bit about dropping, it, I'll take a set, basically it's um, an LRDG truck, I got sorry, I've got two LRDG trucks with uh, rear-facing light anti-tank guns and... Uh, both of them have got a forward-facing medium machine gun, a 360 medium machine gun. I've got another LRDG gun truck 
with an auto cannon at the back, a 360 medium machine gun, a four basic machine gun, two SAS murder wagons just with light machine guns and a heavy machine gun. I had a regular second lieutenant. Um, that was a stipulation the TO gave to me for taking this list. Um, this is a British armor platoon. Um, I took that to an event that said that it didn't really allow it, but it would allow some stuff under TO's discretion. Uh, the reason I was allowed this is because there's no actual armor in the list. All of my stuff can be knocked out pretty simply with um, um, uh, small arms. Uh, so after the officer, there was two 10-man commando squads with, a, I think it was between four and five submachine guns in each one. And each one of those 10-man squads had AT grenades. Um, that will come brutally... We'll talk about that later. It's pretty funny. Um, I had an eight-man eight an eight SAS squad, which was um, just shy of 200 points. So that was um, eight blokes, four submachine guns, and two medium machine guns. So that was my most expensive squad. Then I had a regular ATR, a regular light mortar, a regular sniper, uh, the artillery observer, and then three transports with MMGs. Uh, so 16 dice. for I think it's, it came out about 1249. Um, it is the list that I've been playing with for quite some time now, so I'm very aware of how it works and how it all sort of fits together. It's an interesting list to play with. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, my day one was also quite successful. So, Sneaky, talk us through it. How, what would you, so your, your first day you did well. You came away with three solid wins. Yeah, yeah, three, three solid, solid wins on, on day one. Um, uh, first game, yeah, first game was good. Um, that one, we... Uh, so it was I'd, meeting I'd, engagement. It, or, it was meeting engagement. Yeah. All of my games on day one were against German armies. Um, which I think suited suited what I'd built my list to do sure. quite well. And I was lucky enough to play them all on European tables, which, Lovely. again, helped me with having clear fields of fire. No uh, green jungles of death this time? No. no. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, because if, you, if you're running multiple launches and stuff, you know, you really do not want a jungle table because you need... Line of sight, you don't get a spot. Well, it depends on the conversation you have with your opponent. If you if if you guys say, "Well, no, it all blocks line of sight," then it's miserable. But if you just say, "No, it's just soft cover," and if I can actually see you through the trees, have yeah. at it, get yeah. on with it. And yeah. I play like that because it makes the game go a bit quicker. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into this. I think a little bit later on when we start to talk about um, what things we liked or didn't like, and 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 so on. Because I, I have some comments about. Uh, terrain setup to to make a little bit later on, but anyway, f- first game was was pretty straightforward. Uh, good player, uh, so he had um, two tanks, which was a little bit interesting. One was really just a tankette, um, little captured uh, Italian thing, very much the equivalent of a thirty eight T. I can't remember exactly what what it was, uh, and then that um, almost almost Stug, but that had has the heavy howitzer. On it, which uh, still the heavy howitzer. Yeah, what is that? The, the big blocky square shaped. Oh, um, it's like a, that's the not Stalingrad a bison thing. No, the bison's the big like. Um, are we, are the we West? talking er, early the West? war? Or? Yeah, yeah, Stalingrad sort of era. Uh, it could be the the early Sig thirty three on the yeah, Panzer One chassis. Yeah, it's a Sig thirty enclosed oh, Sig okay. thirty three. Yeah, on the, on the Panzer One chassis. Yeah, it's the enclosed Sig thirty three. Um, so I was concerned about that a little bit, but um, I deployed in such a way that um, the battle could go on either side of the board. 
um, and I was a- able to get some lucky hits in with the Katusha um, that stripped out a lot of his uh, stripped out his artillery, um, put an enormous number of pins on his. So the Katusha, his, the Katusha, oh, the Katusha did itself, me well all day, awesome, uh, all weekend actually. Um, yeah, um, and then I was sort of able to hold his um, uh, Sig thirty three at arm's length on the left side of the board. Um, deal with the battle in the middle and then swing over to just um, put all the hurt on his stuff that was on the on the flank. So, I mean, he, his, his, his idea about uh, dividing the army and coming in from both sides wasn't intrinsically bad because he, he had a light howitzer. Um, so it was a Gebergsjäger. Oh, Gebergsjäger? Yeah, yep. uh, list. So it had the mule transported... Um, Who was your opponent? Uh, I'm terrible with names as we've discussed and I can't... It wasn't um, Paul McFarlane, was it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. army. He's a lovely guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was cool. Um, yeah, so there, there was just a lot of pins coming off on one side of the board that was ca- catching the Katusha and the um, ISU. And then I was sort of able to go, well, look, he's, he's going to take two turns at least to rally off that many pins. I can swing it around um, to the other side of the board and almost just take it... Uh, chop it up as two separate armies before they can meet up in the middle. Um, so yeah, it got, got a good win out of that. I was stupidly forgot about the uh, extra objective, uh, which was worth five points, but it wasn't very well explained. I'll what just that yeah, was. I'll just jump in for a sec. So the scoring, you could score a possible twenty-four points per per round, and you got fifteen for a win, ten for a draw, five for a loss. There was then a an objective in the dead center of the board, which was worth five points, and then there was four additional points you could get for killing your enemy's officer, killing your enemy's most expensive unit, and then keeping your officer and your most expensive unit alive. So, yeah, fifteen, twenty, twenty-four points. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I I didn't kill the the Sig thirty three. I mean, it was it was so pinned it couldn't do anything, but I couldn't quite get through its armor. Sure. Because it's quite a beast. It's it's like armor 10 on the front, I think. Um, everything else I had, and I was on that objective uh, in the middle of the board, and somehow I just went trout eyes and, and, and forgot uh-huh. about it and um, chased chased something else that you was close by. Yeah, and moved moved off it. Um, because, it, again, it wasn't quite clear what how exactly that was supposed to work. Um, it, it may have just been that I'd, I'd missed the briefing. I was looking the other way or wasn't listening properly. That You're in the gentlemen's facilities. Yes. Um, so that was that was a good game. How, d- how did your uh, first game go? So I played uh, Rubes. Rubes had a grudge sorted out with Craig Beeston. Yeah. And yep. Craig had a beautiful um, army um, of uh, British. They had a, he had a Sherman and uh, the MG Festoon Stewart, which was great fun to deal with. Um, and some other bits and pieces. I think he had two brain carriers, and there was a lot of vehicles. Um, yeah, I I don't think I deployed badly, but I definitely I struggled. Um, he had a very good list, and he dominated the board very early on. And I made some very very silly decisions where I would be wrecking, thinking, "Haha, you you know you can't," and then he would be like, "Oh, well, this unit's going to shoot him instead," and I'd be like, "Yeah, oh, great, brilliant, sounds good." All right, so. Um, turn one to three, I thought that I'd, I'd fluffed it and I thought that was it and it was all over. And then uh, my artillery strike finally came in, did a bit of damage. 
Um, I managed to get some uh, commandos with anti-tank grenades to take out the Sherman. Uh, luckily, it was one of the easily catches fire, and I set it on fire. Um, the Sherman went down to, I think I got it with an anti-tank rifle, a vulnerable, uh, sorry, vulnerable Stuart. Um, did it on side armor with an ATR, which was nice. Um, and after he lost the armor pieces, um, I was then able to capitalize a bit and start pushing up. And um, yeah, it sort of then swung back my way, which was, which was nice. Um, but yeah, really tough game. Um, and he was one of those guys who says, oh, you know, I'm very new, I'm very new. And then really showed me how to play. He was, he was very, very clever with his deployment. Um, he, you know, you know, when you play those games where you, your opponent gets to dictate everything and all you can do is react and just hope for the best. That's what he had me doing for the first three turns. I, I felt like I had no, I felt like I wasn't in charge at all. But then we had that slight swing where I was able to kind of take some stuff out. And that, that stuff, I think he was using that. That was, you know, part of the hinge on the door. And he was trying to slam the door in my face. And I took the hinge away. So all of a sudden it was like, I, I feel that his battle plan, he didn't have a backup in case that failed. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I got you. So, yeah, it was a good game. It was a lot of fun. Um, and pulled a, I pulled a full points win out of that. So did his most expensive unit and his officer and um, capped the objective. And yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. So we were both walking around. I was at that stage looking at you thinking, I'll have you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and then, then we had uh, game two. Then we had game two. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll go first on this one because I want to give a shout out is I played uh, Andy Brownrigg. Um, Andrew and I, whenever we play each other in any capacity, whether it be at an event, at a tournament, or whether we just catch up socially whenever Andrew comes down. Andy comes, his parents live down here, so he comes down once or twice a year. Um, there's never a draw, and it's never any, it's never a software, like one of us always gets curb stomped. Um, and Andy was running a German horde. So he had the guy, you know, the chain dogs? Yeah, yeah. Yep. The military police? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. He had those guys. He had lots of shirkers, but because he had the chain dogs, they weren't, they weren't shirkers. Yeah, like a sniper and a howling cow, and he just there was no vehicles, but it was just just so many men. Um, luckily, my artillery strike came down on a massive blob of guys, and then I had some other. I had some six on sixes shots that I was taking with some like machine guns that came off, and um, I was able to kind of make a you know sort of get some things happening, and then I sort of gained the upper hand, and then I just started pushing really hard, um, and then it was all just. Everything was. I didn't. I. I didn't even turn. Like I mean, normally with my LDG trucks, I kind of turn them around and no, nah, there was all just machine guns, just ten machine gun shots, ten machine gun shots, ten. Machine, and you know, all I, a, a lot of the time, all I was paying was a soft cover, maybe range penalty, because I was just trying to stay out of rifle range, and yeah, just putting pins down and stuff, and just moving up, and that was a. It was a dead good game, and I was lucky that I was able to pull um, uh, full points win out of that one as well, taking out his most expensive unit. And, um, yeah, capping his officer through a cheeky assault. But, yeah, yeah, Brandenburgers, that was his most expensive unit. And I set up an ambush with I had my SAS with their two medium machine guns. I had my SAS Jeep with a heavy machine gun and a light machine gun. And I think I had a truck with a medium machine gun all sitting there. And he said, well, I had to bring it on. So I'll bring it on and I get to bring it on from this point. And as soon as he came on, it was just, I just picked up all my dice and just threw them. I was like, oh, I'm hitting you on like twos and threes. So they weren't camouflaged? They weren't disguised? He had them on outflank. Yeah. And he was bringing them on within, I think, two inches of me or something. Okay. And you passed the check to detect it. With a, is that... 
is that a thing? Yes, that's, that's why they cost so much, so many points. Oh, I thought it was just because they were, they gave me, like, all of a sudden I was at, like, neg yeah. three to bring shit on. And oh, yeah, you, my you get that. were you just get that. killing but, um, me. Um, no, I, I would have to have to look this up, but your your Brandenburgers are wearing enemy uniforms, right? Yes. So yeah, they're um, dressed as you, Russians. Yeah. So so you have to be within a certain distance of it. I think I believe it's twelve it's, inches. It's twelve inches. Yeah. And you have to take an order check, uh, which you would probably pass quite easily I'd because you get a plus one for for yep. veterans. Um, but until they fire at you, you can't fire at them. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, so so you you took the check to detect them. I don't remember. I may yeah. have. Yeah, I'm not trying to be evasive quite, on that it, one, yeah. but yeah, there was there was that much shit if, being if flung it, around. If it was a forlorn hope by the, by that point, oh, definitely no. It been. was a foregone conclusion. I, it was a it was a kill points mission, and I was already. I don't don't hold me to this, Andy. If I'm wrong, I'm I'm sorry. I don't think I dropped a dice. Hmm. Um. I was able to kind of just move. I lost a lot of stuff. Like he really chiseled, you know, my squads were down to small numbers. Um, but yeah, I don't believe I lost the dice in that one. Um, I got really lucky. Um, Andy's a very talented opponent and I just managed to pull it out of my ass on that one. Yeah. Your game two. What'd game you do? two. So um, game two, I, I'm... I'm. I feel almost bad about. It. I'd monstered Harry on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, Harry. Played Harry. I'll buy a panther off you, mate. <laughs> I'll buy two. I think I've got about ten off for Harry. So oh yeah, you got enough for a I, panther I, platoon. I, pretty much no a company. Oh god. Pretty much panther company sitting on my shelf. Yeah, I, I've got three by now. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so he he was taking uh, taking fins. Um, the, the auto win in inverted commas. Mm-hmm. Um, but. No armor. Uh, no, it did have did have armor. It had a T thirty four seventy six. Yep. In there, um, certainly did. Um, for a while, anyway. Uh, <laughs> How is he? He's just he's so cocky. <laughs> I love it. I remember no, it was like one of those things of being on the other side of hate groups. Oh yeah, was, yeah. Was just so weird. <laughs> the thing is, though, Hari, like I remember when when your game ended because you kind of wandered off somewhere and you I think you pretty you you were. It, it's a big relief when you win something like that at a nationals level. Hari walked over to me, he's just like, and I'll say it quietly so the neighbors can't hear. He walked up, he's like, just play JL. I said, oh, yeah, how'd you go? He's like, got fist fucked. <laughs> like, sneaky cheese, Jesus. Sneaky, one so sneaky. Uh, well, it, again, it was. Sneaky um, used me I, like I a went, hand warmer. I went, uh, I went one dice down on a 17 point list. Oh, my God. Which was a uh, 30 point AT rifle. Which. <laughs> <laughs> which which was killed but in the prep bombardment. <laughs> it was killed by the prep bombardment. So he didn't actually kill anything. He any didn't actually shit. kill anything. Oh, oh we love you, Ari. Oh no! I mean, it 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 um, was one the the Katusha just came came in and came to play. Yeah, and so between the Katusha, can I just and say the, you you did not play that historically. Historically, you should have lost. All right, no, playing no. Russians against Finns, you should have gone. No, no, run no, back no, to Moscow no, 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 because these are nineteen forty-four Russians. Oh, there you go. They, they, they won against the the Finns, ah. but um, <laughs> yeah, the Katusha. There was a bunch of stuff that he had bunched up, but I could see one unit on the on the very edge, so I dropped the Katusha on that, and a bunch of other stuff was within six inches of it, and I was rolling hot sixes, sixes, sixes. <laughs> Um, hitting the top armor of that T thirty four six on that. No. Um, so it it stripped out a third of his army in one Katusha strike. 
That's amazing. Um, and then wow. they just rolled up the, um, uh, the 152. The 152 and the SMG squad and the Navy boys and the trucks and, and just started. Um, but he did have the... Um, um, uh, the, the party boys, yeah, coming in from the yeah. the back edge, and he was trying to get get Katie back for that. But did you have any? Did you have any static artillery? That I did. Um, the Ziz three. Oh, so I just pivoted around the Ziz three on my yeah, back line and went, "Well, you've come and just stood out in the <laughs> open in front <laughs> of the, the see, Ziz three. It's the the, the Kakapadios. <laughs> I'll just interject for a second. Like I ran fins for uh, over a year. And I ran a lot of different lists, and most of my lists would include a squad of Kakapadios. And the cool thing is that they do offer you this lovely psychological advantage where it's just like you have to think about your back edge. Yeah. But they do end up being a very expensive suicide squad because they're like 23, they're either 23 or 28 points per model. They're kind of an all or nothing type squad. It's either I'm yeah. going to get in the back line, I'm going to fuck something up big time, yep. or I'm just going to get shot to shit because my opponent's panicking about troops coming well, in his rear line. Here's the thing, though. If you are a Finnish player and you want to sort of make the most out of them, I would almost... Like, some people will just get to turn three and go, oh, bring them on. No. No. If if your opponent is dedicating two or three squads to sit back on his back line to guard, you know, whatever he has, fuck it. Keep him off till turn five. Yeah, make sure that those there. squads are sitting on the back line and they're just waiting for you. Just but the, um, the the lucky thing was that this was not a um, heavy objective based no, it's a mission, point. so I wasn't yeah. worried about my back line that much. Um, True. So I just pushed up very aggressively with the um, uh, the trucks and the um, the one fifty two. That's why I like LADG. No, I, I, I don't have a back line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, and I and I had the um, <clears throat> two guard squads, which I mean, you know. They're, they're regulars. They're, they're pretty steady. Uh, they, they don't run away too too easily. Um, I had them in buildings um, about a third of the way up the board. Um, so when, when his stuff came on, I just turned them around and started shooting yeah. back at mm. back at his guys. So I did do it. Um, you know, I, I was going to go, oh, if he's going to outflank, I can just set up an ambush there. Um, yeah, so they, they didn't really ac- accomplish very much. So in the end, it was... It was very close to being a tabling with one dice down um, for me, which which is so unusual. Um, it was just a weird fluke that yeah. it, that it went that way. Well, it's it is one of those things. It was, and I almost I was almost a little bit sort of like, oh, really? They're playing each other. I was really hoping that you know that might happen later on in the event. You happen to see each other game two, and yeah, just Hari's dice hated him. I think Hari went uh, one win and four losses, and it was hard. Like it was, yeah. he was like, "I just can't roll. I just, it's you know, needing threes to hit and I'm rolling ones and twos." And there's no metric for that. You, that's not that's not something you've you done control wrong. Control the hate no, crease. It you just can't. Happens. Yeah, <laughs> if he decides to stick stick to you on the day, it's going to stick to you on the day. Um, you know, JL actually had the worst kind of hate grease there is because it left him alone day one, and then just came fucking knocking on day two. Yeah, which is waiting that's the a, wings. That's a fucking horrible thing. <laughs> But game three, how did you go? Well, game three was a funny one, and um, this this was the point where where I decided, okay, I've I'm two major wins up. Um, I need I need to start playing a bit more seriously. You now. and I you and I talked yeah. about this at lunchtime. I was like, yeah, like now we were. I was pumping you up, man. Yeah, gloves off. Um, so I think for reasons that weren't quite clear, I I drew a fairly inexperienced player. Um, whose name escapes me, um, but he was running more or less a 
last levy list. So it had um, a Hetzer, a uh, Flak 88. Um, he had a captain in there, which is something I've never wow. seen. Wow. No, really? T- yeah, he had a captain. Um, uh, he had two second lieutenants. Um, uh, Volks, Volkssturm squad. Um, he had some some veteran um, squads in there, um, veteran SS with. If he's if he's taking a Hetzer and a captain, you can guarantee his squads are going to be tooled up. They're going to yeah. be. Yeah. It, it, well, so some, some, were t- some were tooled up, some some weren't. Yeah. Um, but he forgot to bring a oh toe for the 88. Now, in a in a local event, I would just say, yeah, whatever. But come on, we're at the at the nationals. It's nationals. And, it's CanCon. And so I said, well, what's what's towing that on? Because he said to you, oh, I'm going to bring my Flak 88 on. Yeah, and I said, how? <laughs> <laughs> I have a magic carpet. Yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't feel good about that because it, it obviously did upset this this guy that you know he he. Oh, it's a it's a big point sink, and then all of a sudden, yeah. well, it's not coming on the board, and that is your most expensive unit, I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely. You, yeah, more expensive than a Hetzer. Yeah. So there's your most expensive unit destroyed because if it doesn't come on the board, it's automatically counted mm-hmm. as being mm-hmm. gone. Yep. Um, so I just sat on the back line and said, well, um, because it was the. Uh, the mission, we, we, the way that it rolled, th- there were only three objectives, so I had two yeah, in my... Yeah, we had three as well. I had two in my back line. I just said, yeah, come and get me. Yeah. Um, so this horde of um, largely inexperienced repurposed sailors and whatever running across a field into the guns of the... Uh, uh, the very the themey. Russians. Very themey. Um, and they, they didn't do well. They, they just nah. got annihilated. Um so I mean I felt felt bad for the for the guy. Uh, it must not have been a particularly fun game to play. I I think, but oh, I think um, we've all we've all we've all been on the receiving end of those games where you do you make a critical fuck up. And like you said, if that was a, a VVAL event or you know like I mean a garage, you wouldn't give a shit. But it's it's CanCon, and I'm not like I mean I'm I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to say it. I went to CanCon to win. Yeah, I didn't go to fuck around and you know maybe come like you know sort of you know fortieth. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. going. If I'm driving like 700 kilometers and giving up like a weekend with my family, I'm going to yeah, fucking yeah, win. Absolutely. Um, and and so yeah, it, it it was it was a bit of a walkover. Um, well, you basically uh, fought you with a 1,000 point list. Yes, uh, with a 1,000 point list, and I just knew that um, that list will crumple if I take out the. Because you've played a lot of that sort of stuff before, yeah. haven't you? So yeah, you know, yeah. you you know where the the the, the you where the, where the soft I've never, never is. played a, a unit with a senior officer before. Um, that's, that's different. That's for unusual. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. As soon as somebody starts taking a captain, it's just like you're new to this, aren't you? Mm. Either they've got a lot of shirkers or inexperienced. No, you you kind of a lot of that with first lieutenants. Yeah. There are there are cheaper ways to mitigate that. That's just sniper bait. Like that's just waiting for a yeah, sniper. Yeah, and I didn't have a sniper. Unusually, <laughs> usually, usually <laughs> I take. Yeah, one, that's a standard for you. Yeah, usually I don't. But and the, oh, and the other terrible thing that happened again that makes me feel bad was, you know, again, we're we're getting towards the pointy end. By by after this game, there's only going to be two more, and that's going to be the decider about who's who's in contention and sure. who's not. And uh, we, we had that discussion at lunchtime about, as Napoleon said, never interrupt your opponent when he's yep. making a mistake. Yep. Um, I let him deploy, and because he had the captain, he was trying to get everybody in uh, order oh range. Oh, God. 
And so I let him do all this and I was going, I'm going to go down with all my off-board units to just let him keep feeding stuff off. And eventually our little Katie came on the board and I said, yep. so have you seen what this does? <laughs> <laughs> let me oh introduce God. you to Katusha. Yeah. And the guy on the next She's table said, bitch. oh yeah, it's it's great. You've just got to not bunch up. And he just looked he at knows. his stuff and, and I just went, cool, here we go. Because you've got like eight units <gasps> all Ouch. Up, up together. Trying now, to did it hit anything? Um, it didn't do as much as maybe it could have, but I, just the look of ho- the, the look of, of horror yeah, okay. about oh my god, what is this? So I mean, it 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 is a question about, and we'll come to this a little bit later on in the the critique of the the event that um, I didn't feel good about throwing the 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 cool tools at at somebody that I think didn't understand some of the basic mechanics of the yeah, game. Yeah, but that person did come to CanCon. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, like if, if, if you're going to try new things and learn to play the game, you kind of do that at your local, mm. in your, within your local scene. Yeah. If you're going to go to CanCon, that's no, like not, people not everybody, fly to not, CanCon. Not, not everybody has the, the local scenes that we have. True. Which, which no, doesn't, true. doesn't mitigate that, but it was, it was like a, you could see the... The look of, of <laughs> the sinking feeling yeah. going on yeah. there, because he'd realised then that I'd been letting him feed all yeah. of this stuff on, uh, dude, and I, just I waiting watched, for it. I watched so many of my opponents do stuff that I just—if it was at a VBAL event, I would have turned around and said, "You shouldn't do that because that's going to happen," or you know, maybe have a think about that. No, I'm at, I'm at, like you said, I'm at nationals. I'm not going to stop you from making a mistake. I'm going to capitalize on yeah. That's good generalship. Yeah, exactly. I mean, That's we, we got up commander. at three in the morning and drove for eight hours and paid yeah. for a hotel for two nights. Exactly and right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I didn't, yeah, not kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was really just a case of run at me with what's left and yeah. see if you can see what get, sticks. See what sticks and nothing And nothing did. stuck, yeah. No. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, my third game was against Adam Burke. Um, he is one of the company of dice guys from up in Sydney. Uh, they're a great crew. Um, Adam took a... It was a really interesting list. Uh, he did take a tiger. Um, so we fought over three objectives on a really weird open desert board. They had like, is that one with a small village in the middle? Oh, that thing. Yeah, we'll yeah, come to you, that. That was yeah, the one I... Yeah, yeah day yeah. two. That anyway, so... I played on that, and basically all I did is I ran my entire army pretty much up behind that. I, I was on the I was on the side with the wall, mm-hmm. and I ran it all the way up, and, and um, from there I was able to kind of just feed units here and there. My vehicles kind of skirted around the outside and started engaging his. Um, I think it was around about turn three. I put my 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 artillery strike. My artillery strike did not come back on me once, which was nice. Five games did not roll a one. It got delayed a few times, but everything it didn't. It came in. So I put three pins on the tiger tank, and I'm like, brilliant. Okay, all I got to do is get my LRDG truck close enough to it, and I can literally just start pinging it on front armor. Now, I mean, I can only match, but I can still put a pin on it. So I started putting pins in this tiger tank, and I'm like, that's all I can hope to do. And then a light bulb went off. I'm like, hang on a minute. I've actually got anti-tank grenades in a 10-man commando squad. So I ran them up into this building. And I was just like, if I can if I can get the next dice out of the bag, I can basically charge my guys out of this building, run up to the tank and assault it. If he gets the next dice, I'm kind of fucked. So anyway, he got the next dice and I think he rallied. 
and I'm like, fuck, I can't get out of there anymore. Um, there was a reason for it. There was the sequence was out anyway. So I ended up running them up like directly behind this fucking tank. That's right. He moved. He moved. He did something anyway. So I ran them up behind the tank. Next ice out. The next turn, first ice out of the bag is mine. I'm like, right. I'm gonna tank assault you. And I basically turned to him and said, I've got a ten man. I've got ten men with AT grenades. If I pull this off, they'll write songs about me. They won't be good songs, but they'll write songs about me. Um. Yeah, so I rolled 10 dice, needing fours. I got a penetration value of six and then rolled straight fives all the way through and knocked out a tiger tank with anti-tank grenades. So I'm a convert. They work. They don't work well, but they work. I, I've seen them work. I mean, I've done that to um, to a Char B2 with a Soviet inexperienced free rifle squad. Oh, that's the only time you ever actually, yeah, like get those guys you out. get them free. Yeah, you yeah. get them free. Yeah, exactly right. So you run them straight out. Um, initially, I had this idea that if I, if I dropped the anti-tank grenades out of, my, out of my two squads and then dropped each 10-man squad down to nine men, I had enough points there to take a 25-pounder and a quad tractor. So I'd up my order dice count and get another AT piece. I didn't end up doing that because I wanted to stay with the theme that and I was going for. And it's a theme for. thing that, you know, you're not going to yeah. drag a 25-pounder out the funny thing is, the LIDG actually did do that. They dragged it up to the top of a hill. They shelled the shit out of an Italian fort. They tried to pull the 25-pounder down. It got stuck, so they spiked the gun, jumped back in the trucks, drove up to the fort, and the Italians came out and surrendered. So technically, I could have done it, but it wasn't in theme with the... with the it, my, my, my list was based around Operation Caravan, so mm. it didn't fit with that theme. So I'm like, fuck it, I won't do it. Thank Christ I didn't, because I knocked out a Tiger tank with AT grenades. Sweet. Um, Adam is... All sticky bombs. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was... Uh, give us your socks and some axle grease. Yes. Bombs to stick. Hence the term. Sticky bombs. Do you have any uh, TNT? Um, no, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a good mission. I ended up pulling a full points win on that one as well. Um, once the Tiger tank was gone and I chiseled off a few squads, then everything kind of uh, fell apart um, for Adam. Uh, I was able to kind of engage him uh, I found that even though I've got a lot of machine gun shots, just the lacking infantry. If you take, if you start taking lots of uh, lots of fire from your from you know, if your infantry numbers start to drop, it can get a bit hairy. Um, luckily, the one thing I did find uh, throughout all of my five games is all of my opponents got really obsessed with shooting empty empty transports. People love shooting trucks. So was that a question though? <clears throat> we had that bizarre mechanic about the countback, and because your even your empty trucks are quite a, a, a chunk of your percent army percentage, yeah. that they were trying to just whittle you down on that. I don't know. I think it's just because they're big. Um, because I wasn't. I don't. I don't care about them. I mean, I like having them there, but unless they're ferrying people around, they're literally just a mobile machine gun, and you need a six to kill them. So a lot of the time I'm putting them in positions like I, the number of times I would bait people, I put maybe one or two trucks there and then get them to kind of bring something out of cover to kind of shoot at it or close the distance. And then I've got something else like a hammer and anvil ready to smash it from the flank. So they're really good for bait because people, people like they go like, oh, I'm going to shoot the truck. Oh, I'm going to shoot the truck. I'm going to shoot it you shoot it all day long oh you killed it I think in a way it's it's, yeah psychologically it's an easy target it's also hard it's hard to tell unless you um and and you you do because you're 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 very good at the the pre-game etiquette but a lot of that when when you're keyed up to play and and it's an unfamiliar list it can go in one ear and out the other oh yeah about what 
actually is each unit because well, they look kind of similar. They do. I mean, a lot of them I've got, I think I've got two, there's two Warlord Chevy, uh, yeah, two Warlord Chevys, there's two Rubicon Chevys, two Rubicon Jeeps, and there's two Rubicon, um, I think this it's the Morris CWP truck. Mm. But um, I was very clear with people that what you see in each unit is kind of what you get. Um, just be aware that the Warlord um, trucks do actually come modeled with two machine guns. They only have the one. But these are my gun trucks. You mm. know that these are, these are the ones that have recce. They've got two machine guns. They've got a rear-facing weapon system. That's these over here. And you can tell that because that's in the back. Yeah. yeah. If you just see it and it's and a transport with so, some machine so guns. If, if that was me, I would be saying at the start of every turn, treat me like I'm five, like I'm an idiot. Run me through what is what sure. again. It'll and I'll be happy to do that. five seconds just so that I but remember because the they, look, they do look so similar. They do. Um, the, good, the interesting thing was that, like, I mean, most of my games I would lose at least two trucks. But I would then start scooting around. And, I mean, you've got to remember that two of my gun trucks look very, very different. Um, they're the, the, they're the, the CWP trucks. They sit up quite high. They're very, very different. Like the other one, <coughs> I can maybe see how you get confused. But yeah, I was very much... Um, I just don't care about losing those trucks though. And it's not like I'd be you know, doing something like sneaky with them. I would literally just be coming up. All right, five machine gun shots. It's move, range, soft cover, sixes. Ah, oh, there's a pin. All right, all good. And I just move on. But yeah, it was, it was like the... Um, it was like just baiting a hook. Do you, do you feel that some of this is... A hangover from the days when um, softskins were. All you needed was were, a six. Yeah, exactly. That that um, it was much easier to ping them off, and you would. Yeah, um, yeah. So it. I, I believe I, that you I are correct. I, yeah, I I think that it's a, that it's a hangover from from that. That it would be a viable tactic under version one that you you win by attrition by yeah, picking off yeah. the weak targets but reducing your dice count in version one this list would be really really uh nasty in that you know you're playing with version Recky one Recky, yeah, yeah exactly right so it would be i can move up shoot at free will and then i'll just i would look for where i'm going to recce to as soon as you shoot back this is a little bit different but yeah, the vehicle damage chart is makes them a lot more survivable. Oh, stunned and goes down. Oh, I'll take another couple of pins. All right. Oh, so you set me on fire. That's all right. Oh, I pass or I'm destroyed. Or mm-hmm. so um, there was one player who did roll a six and go, and they said, "Ah, you're dead." And I said, "No, roll it no. again and let's see what happens." Yeah, there's I'm a stunned. Yeah. yeah, I'm stunned. All good. Yeah. No worries. I'll, I'll wear that. So um, yeah, it's it's a list that's it. I think an order of magnitude more powerful under version two oh, yeah, than absolutely. it was under version yeah. one. I do you, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that um I I know it's a hard list and I'm under no illusions that I I I took I took a gun to a gunfight. That's that's kind of how I looked at that. I'm like I'm not gonna undersell this. Um the funny thing is I've spoken to a lot of people, especially in uh more competitive uh communities, <coughs> Tofa. Um and I was told you know there is, you know, there's like kind of soft edges here. You know, get rid of this, get rid of this, do this instead, do this instead. Have you thought about taking this? Have you put this in? And I didn't, I ignored all of it and took the list that I wanted to take and uh, did quite well. So um, we, after game three, you and I were both on similar points. And I was, I was ribbing you. I was walking around like, you know, you and me tomorrow, I'll fucking, you know, let's rumble in the jungle. But I actually said to Bruce, I'm like, if you can avoid it, 
if you can keep JL and I apart because we are part, we play each other quite frequently. Um, you know, if we end up on you know a game five, hell yeah, make it happen. I'd I'd, I'd love that. But um, we left Canberra, turned it on. As far as the food is concerned, yeah, it was nice. Oh, it was good. God, we had burgers at Greasy Joe, Grease Monkey. We went Grease to Grease Monkey. Monkey. Yep. Beers, burgers, loaded fries. That was great. And then we went back to the hotel. Now we did actually record a, another podcast section with Hari, but because Hari is probably expecting to hear himself, we're not going to put it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we played. We played Secret Hitler. We did play Secret Hitler, and Sneaky was Hitler. I did, and we Yavu, won. bitches. <laughs> we won. We did we won. I was. It was only Garrett that saw through me. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone great. else was like, "No, nah, no, nah, he's fine." No, because I. It's the thing is, like, I was. I was your fascist conspirator, and I was actively trying to make it seem like I was like, like take the take the pressure off you. And that way, make you make you look like you're the good guy, and then it was like, it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, and I was just tra- like feeding them liberal policies. Except that was amazing. Every third one or something, yeah, just so yeah. they slowly stack up. Because they knew I was, they knew I was, I was a fascist, but I was just like, you know yeah. what? As long as they don't suspect sneaky, I'm, I'm yeah. happy as. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, what a good game that is. That's that's a very fun. Oh, uh, you wait till game. you play it with like eight or nine people. It's epic. Yeah, because yeah. there's so much, there's so much conspiracy going on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we did actually record a session that night. Um, it went for about what thirty, forty minutes. But yeah, we, we, we kind of scrapped cooked. that. It was yeah, everyone was too tired and and Anf and Garrett were fucked. Yeah, um, we were just I, I was I, I could barely stand up. Um, so I went to bed that night. The sorry, the third game. What was the third game? It was like uh, key positions. Yes, it was. It was key positions. Yeah, pulled that out of my ass. Mm. Um, third game, uh, the fourth game on day on day two was point defense. Now I was. You and I had spoken a lot about that because we were like three wins, so we were like buddy buddy. Yeah, it was that, that question about will we choose to attack or defend? Yeah, if, true. If we get the choice, yeah. Um, and you know, there were pros and cons to each. Um, I didn't get to choose. Neither did sadly, I. Sadly, no. Um, you and I played next to each other, mm-hmm. and your game four did not go according to plan. It really didn't, and it was a combination of factors. I mean, it was a table that didn't suit me. And it didn't suit that mission. Um, if it was a different mission, okay, it probably could have been all right. Um, so it was essentially an open desert table with a hill to either side, but a sort of walled village compound. Yeah, that's, that was my game three yes, table. Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I had to attack into it, but I couldn't get a clear line of sight for any of my heavy, yeah, I'm hearing you. any artillery. Um, uh, I lost the ISU in turn one, I so think. So Marta? Yeah, Marta just came on and just popped it in the they're side. A, they're a fantastic tank. I love a good Marta. Mm-hmm. It was a nicely painted army as well. It was. It was a, yeah, it was a nice army. He played it well. I, I didn't think that much of it when I looked at it, looked at it on paper. I just Deceiving. thought it's small squads. Yeah, they, they're tooled up and they're veteran, but um, they'll start to go down when they get hit by the heavy artillery. But because I couldn't play to the strengths of my army, um, uh, and so I, I lost many of the key units that that I needed, or essentially had them neutralized by the terrain and the lack of maneuverability. Um, y- yeah, I d- that game just went to shit. Um, yeah, I, I was I on was, a table was, next to you, and I looked over. It's, I, Anthony was Anthony was checking in on us from time to time. And he walked over about halfway through your game and he was stood behind you off to a distance. He looked at me 
and he gave me the thumbs up, thumbs down. And at that stage, I was, I didn't get the, I, I played a guy called Jason Drain. Uh, Jason's a fantastic opponent. I had a lot of fun playing him. Um, he is fantastically talented. I think he pulled third overall. Um, and he was uh, hit me with a German list. It had like a Stummel, um, a Light Howitzer half track. Oh, no, sorry, Light Howitzer um, armored car. Had a truck. Um, had a, a just a shitload of everything. Two snipers. It was just, there was a lot going on. And I had to defend. And I'm defending with all these soft skins and small units and stuff. But he also had a Howling Cow. Um, luckily, I was able to kind of, every time he would try and uh, Howling Cow one of my vehicles... Yeah, I would just wrecky away and he would then lose that and that was all right. And he, and again, you know, going back to what Napoleon said, uh, said when he deployed all of his units, um, we got to the, you know, towards the end of the first turn and he sort of said, oh, I said, Pro problem? And he said, yeah, I, I think I've stuffed up my deployment. Can I, what can my howling cow see? And I actually got down, I said, nothing. You can't see anything at all. And I knew this when he put it down. I thought, I don't know why he's putting it there. He can't see anything from there, but... I'm not going to tell you. This is, you know, this is we're we 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 and I'm on three wins at this stage, so I'm yeah, like, I'm not going to stop. We're this here up. wearing our fighting trousers, man. Yeah, absolutely, we <laughs> are. <laughs> I don't approve of war games. Um, so yeah, um, he he played that really well. Um, it came down to one assault. So right at the end of the game, he was playing for a draw. So I had two objectives that were well and truly held, and I had. Uh, yeah, I got hit by the Howling Cow. My commando squad got turned from 10 men down to 5 men. Uh, they also had 3 pins on them, but luckily my uh, special rule is up and at them. I went to assault uh, a, the one squad that he could get onto my objective. And uh, he basically said, he had like, I think he had 1 or 2 pins. I, you know, I got up and at him, so I passed my check automatically. I said, right, do you want to reactionary fire? I'm outside of 12, I'm outside of 6 inches. He said, oh, I said, be aware though, you will burn your dice. And the, like, the, only, the only way you can get close is if you roll like a six for consolidation move and even then that may not get you close enough. And so he was, oh, he said, all right, nah, go on, just assault them. So I got a free, and they weren't behind a linear obstacle, so I'm striking first, um, rolled my five dice and killed a lot of them. And at that stage he looked over and he said, congratulations, good game. And I... I was I lost a I lost a ten man commando squad to a flamethrower. Um, yeah, it was just everything that could have gone wrong kind of did go wrong, but I was able to kind of hold him back just enough that um, it just it just stopped everything. It was just all of a sudden it was like no, this is going to be okay, and it was probably the close one of the closest games. If he'd gone to another turn, he would have had me. He would have had me in spades. All right. That's the airstrike coming in. It's the airstrike in. coming in. Yeah. Yeah, roll to one. Um, so, yeah, you're... Now, after after you had your loss, you were pretty pissed off. You disappeared for a while, but I tracked you down. We had a bit of a talk, and I'm like, come on, man, fucking get back on there. Like, fucking four wins and a loss. You can still, you, can still, you know, top 10 this shit. Mm. Um, game five did not go your way either. No, no. And, and again, it was... Um, you know, it was partially just that the mission and the table didn't... Didn't that suit. was sectors. Sectors, yeah, yeah, sectors. Um, jungle table. Now, I'm not oh fond dear. of. I'm not fond of jungle. Tables. You don't like the jungle, sneaky. No, I, I don't. And a lot of that is. Uh, I mean, I, I touched on terrain before. We might might as well sort of bring this out now. Like jungle tables, I just find really fiddly because 
people will say, oh, you know, yeah, technically I could get five guys into this thing, but, you know, I don't want to scratch my model. I don't want to scratch my model, so I'll just put one in there, and you have to remember that these guys... Yeah, this is where I got screwed. You played on my game one table. Yeah. It had that that monolith thing in the middle. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there there were several times when I was like, oh, cool, I've maneuvered around to get a shot at these guys that I thought were standing out in the open. They're in soft cover. And it's like... No, actually, remember, there's. I just didn't want to put them in the terrain, or they won't stand up like, in there well, because it was it was like a dome, wasn't yeah, it? It was yeah, a weird, yeah. weird just table. Like, well, put them where they need to be, or don't put this terrain down that is not functional yeah. for a high stakes game. Like, yeah, this yeah, is this yeah. is not a good thing for anyone's stress level about going. Um, yeah, you know, we we have the the philosophy about what you see is what you get with yep. our weapons. We should do that with the terrain as well. Um, I mean, but that also means you have to make the terrain in such a way that yeah, um, it works with what you see is see, what I feel, you get. I feel that my jungle table you can do that with if you want to, like, the, the smaller pieces you can't put stuff in there except mm-hmm. for maybe a lone man. And even then you can, you'd like, it's all made using flat pieces of polystyrene. So you can, if you want to stand a man up in there, you can stand a man up in there. But this was made with, like, say, it was like, a, say, a piece of MDF, some some as big as a CD, some maybe as big as your palm, and it had just been sort of domed. So trying to get stuff to stand up in there was really difficult. So yeah. the number of times we were having conversations, like I had it with um, uh, with Craig, game one for me, where he'd be like, all right, I'm going to put this guy on top, and the rest of them were all sitting around the back, and he just will just, I said, yeah, yeah, they're in there, no worries at all. And then I'd be whizzing around my jeep, saying, "Oh, I'm going to shoot them. They're out in the open." No, they're actually not. They're they're in there. Yeah, and oh, I just found that really frustrating yeah, it and was, really it was, just it was difficult. Very, it was it was difficult. By was the time it was game five of, of the, you know of the tournament, yeah. I was just like, "Ah, oh, we're we're are we really rules lawyering this stuff?" Yeah, I guess yeah. we are because, um, you know, I, I, he, he, he played he played a good game. I you know he really did, and the list was good because. It had some really interesting stuff in there. So it was um, a Stommel and the uh, 234 with the the Stommel gun on it. You played Jason. I did. Yeah, yep. you played my round five opponent. Yeah, yeah, and he he played a good game with that stuff. It was, yeah, that was a, it. Was a yeah. So you, you, the the all female the, t- the yes, typing pool. The typing pool. Yeah, that was the squad that I assaulted yeah. off to win. Yeah, and and I, my feeling with that was uh, there were some basic things that. Um, I had gotten a little bit too cooked to keep track of, uh, which was sure. entirely my fault, which is that thing about what units are still in reserve and keeping track oh. of what is still left to come on, um, accounting for um, recce. Yep. Uh, with with that, you know, the... Um, the armoured car. The armoured car. Yep. Um, because I got it confused with the Stommel. Yeah. Yeah, just because... You know, the terrain is so dense, it's very hard to see what you're doing on the table. Um, and and th- these are my mistakes. These, these and are there's roads everywhere on that fucking board as oh, well. Oh, well, we had some disagreements about the roads, yeah. about what a pivot means. So the, the, a question about... I had always interpreted a pivot was, you know, a hard turn on the steering wheel, yeah. not a gentle curve on a on a road. Because yeah. otherwise it's just... It's either straight or it's you're not moving. Sure. Um, so we we had some some discussions, shall we say, about yeah. about interpretations of that. Hey, um, look, it's game five at CanCon. Tension's going to be high. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it, this this stuff matters. So 
Yeah. Um, so I mean, I was I was doing well enough until the last quarter of the game, and then it just all went to shit. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was that was my game five. And yours? Uh, I played um, Jeff. Uh, if Jeff's listening, uh, a lot of love for Jeff. Is uh, an absolute first class human being. Um, Jeff ran probably the scariest list I saw at. The, 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 he, he had the scariest list that I played at Cancon. So he had five 10 man squads. Uh, four of them were veteran chindits. One of them was a 10 man squad of Gurkhas, uh, light artillery, a machine gun jeep, a truck, a transport truck, a flamethrower, PR, light mortar. Just, but just, just fifty veteran bodies that you know don't sort of go away too easily, uh, was was very, very difficult to deal with. So yeah, basically we um, we're playing sectors. Uh, my prep bombardment came in and made an absolute mess of him. Uh, his prep bombardment did a little bit of that sort of to me, but it wasn't quite as bad as as uh, as maybe I did to him. Um, and then turn one, I literally just poured firepower. Um, he had Gurkhas and I think there was... Uh, it was Gurkhas and a Piat in a truck. And I I think I had two pins on the truck um, from Prep Bombardment. By the end of turn one, I had something like five or six pins on the truck. And then somehow he managed to get it moving turn two. And then I, <laughs> bought, a, I bought a Jeep on and just blew it up. And then the Gurkhas went down. They had something like six or seven pins. And then he rallied and then kept them down. But the whole time, I, just didn't, I didn't let the Gurkhas move. Every, anytime they tried to move, I'd be like, nah, more pins, you know, more pins, 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 pins. pins. And, um, That's basically what you got to do with them, though, because they're tough. Basically, yeah. Well, they're tough as nails. Uh, bloody scary blighters or something. Yeah. Yeah, so they halved the number of attacks. Half your attacks. That's yeah, horrific. It's terrifying. So I was like, and you're not moving those. So, um, yeah, a turn five... Um, I think we called it at turn five when I'd sort of, I, I had a, my artillery strike came in. It was delayed for a couple of turns, but my artillery strike finally came in, um, evaporated one of his squads inside a building as well. So I was throwing 3d6 and I'm like, if I roll 10 or more on 3d6, I'm bringing this building down and I get to kill his officer and his squad. Um, I only got seven hits. I was a little bit, I was, I've never done that before. I was like, oh, I can't wait, but. Um, yeah, he capitulated. Uh, so I ended up. So my first three games uh, on day one were twenty-four points apiece. My game against Jason uh, was seventeen points, so I got fifteen points for the win, and then two points for keeping my officer and my most expensive squad alive. Um, and then my final uh, result was, I think, twenty-two or twenty-three points. So it was, it was, a, it was a strong, it was a strong way to finish. Um, yeah. So, let's. What we'll do then is very briefly talk about where we finished up, and yep. then we're going to take a break and do a little bit of a debrief, and then talk in a more holistic sense about what we think was great, um, what what we think maybe we're going to jump you know, on the we're going to jump on the juggernaut uh, um, rating system, mm-hmm. and uh, Rubes is going to run us through us. Jail um, and I will give our mark out of five, and um, we'll look at an average. I have a feeling you were going to come out roughly the same. I think you and I have pretty I, much I the same so. opinions. I, mean, I don't think there'll be a, a massive difference of nah. opinion, but it's worth going through it. Oh, hell yeah, absolutely. Just to, to, because, and, and part of the reason that I think we, we want to do this is to 
help us run better events yeah. in the things that, w- that it's, we do. It's, it's a good way to look at how things happen, especially when, I mean, Bruce is running the biggest event in the Southern Hemisphere. Hats off to him. That take, I mean, I've done, I've done like, you know, sort of um, high teens. I think I did a 20-person event, and it's like herding cats. And yeah. he, he, he did that times yep. three, and he did, a good, he did a great job. Are there things I would have done differently? Hell yeah, there are. Absolutely. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's me sitting here on a lovely night in Elwood full of, like, pizza, hanging out with mates. That's not me having to run At that shit face. On, on the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about how we finished up. Um, how, how, did you think, fi- how did you finish up, Sneaky? Well, um, as best as I could figure it, and they, they didn't do a full count back through the sure. all nearly 60 players, but um, I did have a good look at the uh, – and this was one advantage about um, having things blue tacked to the wall is that you could yeah. actually see that. Uh, my best guess is either fourteenth or fifteenth. Um, it's a good result. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's that's pretty good. It's the top quarter um, of the field, man. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean that that's that's pretty good. Um, happy with that. Um, considering the catastrophe of the second day, that's. Um, I honestly thought it would be you and I on top table. I thought it, when I went to bed on Saturday night, I was. I wasn't sitting there having fucking having a, a conniption about your list or anything like that, but I was already thinking about how I was going to deal with it because I knew what was in it, and I'm like, all right, I've got this, and he's got this, and if I do this, it depends on the table, blah, 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 blah. blah. I, I was trying to figure out how I was going to beat you if I had mm. to play you. Yeah, I, 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 had a, I had something of a vision that we would be... Um, Sort of married in a wonderful bolt action yes, union. Yes, Be- between uh, white picket fence, yeah. two point three kids. Exactly right, two point three kids. Lebens, Lebensborn, sort of. Lebensborn. I'm rocking the I'm rocking the Lemmy facial hair at the moment. No, the Lebensborn. You know the breeding program. Oh the, God! You know, I knew someone whose grandmother yes. came out of the oh. eugenics program. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I, I, I had a had a picture that if that trend continued, that we would be looking at sort of the top seven or eight um, and I really just dropped that ball and it went down to 15 um, partially because I couldn't get a draw or a lot of secondary points on, yeah. on those yeah. games if, yeah. if they had have been draws with a few secondary points that might have been a bit different but that's the, the way the dice roll that's the way the cookie crumbles um, I was pretty fortunate um, I actually won first place uh, by I spoke to Bruce, I won it by a point. Um, so uh, my the person who came second is a guy called Paul Collins, uh, running Soviets. He had um, a very talented opponent. Um, I wish I had a chance to play him. Um, unfortunately, the fates did not align for that one. But yeah, it was um, it was pretty surprising. Um, yeah, and I also uh, picked up a best painted award, which I was like stoked at. I was that was that like I was pretty happy. Um, the funny thing was that when we set our armies up for best painted at the start of day two, we were all given like a little like a tiny little bit of paper with two little white stickers on it. And I said to Bruce, I'm like, do I write then someone's name? And then he said, no, no, no. You walk up, and each person has got like a little an A4 sheet of paper, you know, with their name. I said, all right. He said stick your little sticker to that and then we'll count them like, okay no worries so I went around uh, Sneaky you got one of my votes uh, I love you the, the, the ISU 152 that you painted exquisite it looks great I was, I was dead impressed with that 
Well, that, that's that great big lump of resin that we got in that yeah. box of shit with the boner crater. No, and was stuff. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's, bought, that's bought that back from the dead, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I had to strip all that stuff. And unfortunately, like, I melted some of the other stuff that came in that box ha. because that resin reacted really I mean, badly yeah, with, yeah. The, with the paint stripper. But um, I didn't have a problem with that one. No, that was good. Um, so I think that my other vote, I'm pretty sure it went to Paul McFarland with his Gerberts Jager. Uh, that was beautiful. That was so, such yeah, a beautiful... It's a really nice, characterful yeah. army. Just just really clean, crisp It was, it was. You know. um, a special shout-out goes to Chris Marconis. Um, uh, his his stuff always looks amazing. Uh, and he was, he was... If I'd had a third, if I'd had a third little ticket, it would have gone to him. Um, I chose Paul over Chris. Um, it, you're right, it was just very clean and very crisp. And I could just... It was just... It looked... It was appealing. Every oh, time I looked at it, it was something new. Some of the display boards on. were just schmick, weren't they? I think, I think, you, let, I think you let yourself down. Yeah, I, I know. I need to redo, yeah. redo my... Well, I had a lot of problems with with that because um, the What happened the, the, base the fountain? The fountain was great. Uh, well, that's a winter one. So yeah, you could have done that. Yeah, I probably could have done that, yeah. Um, it's That's also a bit small for this, yeah, uh, true, for true. this one. Well... My, what my I, but the, yeah, the problem I've, I've been having with a lot of the display boards I've been making is that the the baseboard is so thin yeah. that it warps when the paint and the PVA goes on. Put a sheet of MDF under there or something. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to get a sheet of MDF cut to fit that frame. You give me some measurements. I've got MDF at home. I cut. Yeah, it cool, good. Yeah, we'll do that because the um, the building isn't stuck to it. No, and yeah. So I'll we'll 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 cut the the base sheet. And then I'll make like a road and a yeah, another a ruined idea. building and shit. Yeah, um, yeah. My my display board was basically made when I were, was it was it up there that we went to this year. Yeah, that was I made that for then, and that I only had like a jeep and two trucks and four very small squads and some supports, and all that fits on that really well. If you bump that out to twelve fifty with eight vehicles and thirty infantry models plus all the support, doesn't all fit. So I literally put it all on there and then had the three transports sitting off to the side. Um, but I, I don't know if I'm a fan of the putting the stickers on. I'd rather have a blind vote um, because I knew well, that we, I... We'll, we'll go I, into this when we do, when we do yeah. the full of event debrief. Yeah. But, but talking about the, the other armies that were there, um, I mean, <sighs> we fell up that you, that you Logan, very generously Logan gave your... Your prize to um, what a what a piece of work that was. Yeah. That was yeah, that's, pretty and that's incredible. Logan, when I went to Moab a couple of years ago, I came second, and I walked up to the prize table. And I'm like, I I don't need more stuff. So I turned around and I played Logan that weekend, and he was he played British at me. So I can't remember exactly, but I turned around to Logan. I'm like, what do you want? And he said, Oh, oh that. And I said, yeah, There you go. But this time around, first place, um, I got an American starter army that had like a um, shitload of troops and some this, that, and the other. And then uh, also they had two Rubicon kits. And I'm like, there was a Sherman and a Stuart. I'm like, I have like three or four Shermans. I have two Stuarts. I have, I'm so sick of Americans. Um, and, you know, Logan will undoubtedly be looking for a new project at some stage. So I just I gave it to him. I mean, I, I started painting and, and you know, I, I had a break in the middle. But I, I started when I was about his age. and. Yeah. Man, if I could have turned out something of that quality when his I was his stuff looks. Uh, his his dad old. helps, and the Adam, his dad is the guy that I played game three. He had the Tiger mm-hmm. Tank, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, those guys are they're just fantastic. They are first class, yeah. first class gamers. I mean, the the other one that I I thought was was really really neat was the um, one with the autumn uh, trees and the with the snow. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's a really Just beautiful display board. Yeah. Uh, and beautifully is, painted army yeah. as well, but the the display board really sets it off. I got to be honest, I I was, <laughs> I I went up there to win best painted, and I I I feel I put the work in at the bench, but then I looked around some of the other armies, and I was just like, holy crap! Some of these display mm-hmm. boards are just, these are amazing. This is next level stuff. This is just a, this is incredible. This is great. So yeah, to win a best painted from that field, and yeah, you, know, you were in that field as well, man. So it's like mm. as per usual, you know, it's it's you and I duking it out. Yeah, I just happened to pull it out. So yeah, yeah, and and I, I honestly, I think that when we look at, uh, and we we discussed this a little bit while we were up there, was the the idea about um, it's getting harder and harder to win best painted with a, uh, I guess, a mainstream. Yep. Um, don't see a version. lot of best for Russians or exactly because it's a dra- it's a drab army anyway. It doesn't have a lot of exactly right novelty f- wow factor there about well, you, shit that you haven't was, seen. It was before. Um, you used the word gimmick. Yeah, you need yeah. a gimmick, and yeah, I yeah. I agree with you completely. Is if you look at my LRDG, the display board is a gimmick. Mm. Uh, all the trucks and stuff, are, you know, they're, they're all modified and shit. I mean, I, I've done everything bar putting windows in them and putting the yeah. lights on them. Yeah, I mean, it's all and that same way, I don't think that, I, or rather, I think it's it's a lot more difficult to um, get into contention or, or, or to get a lot of votes for, for Best Painted if you were taking, say, um, a British Italy list where there's not your funky commandos and airborne yeah. and whatever. It's I just a lot of khaki everywhere. Um, you know, and, but that 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 is because we've seen all that stuff a lot of times, and we're looking for a novelty factor. Well, so I'm I'm always happy to to be in contention because dude, you'll this, always this be ar- contention. This, this army is good. is very nice for what it is, but it is a bog standard meat and potatoes Soviet sure 1944 army. Well, yeah. you remember we did um, stop the Hoff, and I painted mm. up a Russian list for stop the Hoff. I didn't even get a look in it. I thought that was a nice looking army. It was a nice army. It was yeah. a nice army, but it was it's just a Russian army. Yeah. It doesn't you know, you're not gonna win best painted for just you yeah. know, and it's I think that I mean those days have passed us. Unless you're Brian Cook, who is like the yeah. best of the, the best. Genius, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. I mean look I mean what was there a small part of me that was glad when Brian didn't come to Cancon? Yeah, it really was because it's like, okay, if he comes, I'm fucked. I mean I was I might as well just <laughs> I might as well just throw in best painted and just go, Well, it's, it's Brian. Well done. Uh, it was really nice to catch up with Patch while I was there because Patch wrote the painting article that I used to paint that army, and he actually came along and he was he was he said some very, he had some very very nice things to say, and I got a lot of love for the guy, and it was it was amazing. It was um, I was very very humbled. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that display trays, man. I think it's where it's at. Like you, yeah, you've got to yeah. bring the noise. Yeah, absolutely. And and really, what it was was that um, the last version of of this one that I had had buckled so much that it was unusable. Sure. Um, and even even with um, the, the, the baseboard was um, oh, the, the stiffened architectural foam, which I thought would sure. be enough not to warp, but no, nah, that, that will still warp with the... Yeah. I mean, PVA just dry, contracts so much when it dries. Yeah. Um, you really need like at least two or three four mil MDF on there. The, the pain in the ass is I use... Um uh, like an Ikea, like a dinner tray, a plastic Ikea dinner tray. They cost you about six bucks each. And I went and bought like four or five of them. I've got them sitting at my place. They're smaller than what you use and you've got to literally rough them up with sandpaper before you put any kind of paint on them. Otherwise the paint just peels away. But 
Yeah, they're great. They don't bend. They don't buckle. Yeah, they don't I mean, walk. That, that's what the, the the one with the the fountain and whatever. Yeah. Um, that's that's a dinner tray. Um, I tend to use picture frames that I buy from the Salvos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But the problem is that the um, backboard yeah. is only like one mil MDF, yeah. and it, it it's like almost like a press card. Some of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. it just warps. So um, that's the hear, issue. Do you want to hear a funny story though? So the very first wintercon i ever went to i didn't have a display tray um i didn't have anything because i was like it was my original original airborne army and it looked shit and i was just whatever but i didn't have anything to put them on in between games so in the morning we went to mcdonald's and i stole a tray from mcdonald's i just walked out with it on my t-shirt you and i will have an official chat later on tristan uh, i was in the act you got no jurisdiction <laughs> so kiss my ass ruben patch if you're listening um you don't know where i live <laughs> um so the funny thing was I then took that home and that then became my display tray that I used for the fins. That made a triumphant return to CanCon over the weekend because Garrett took a fin army and I actually lent him that tray. So it was funny that, you know, it's it went 800 kilometers back to Melbourne and then turned around like three years <laughs> later and went back. And it was it was the McDonald's right next to where CanCon happens. That's where I took that tray from. It's funny as. Right. Okay, well, I think we're going to take a break yeah, now. Yeah, a break. I need a drink. Yep, and uh, we'll be back very soon. So, yeah. Battlefield Accessories are a Melbourne-based company specialising in laser-cut buildings and general terrain. Their range is extensive and is built around various game systems. They also offer a range of hobby support options such as paint racks, figure stands and of course the light halo. They also offer a new hex-based terrain system that takes flexible terrain to a whole new level. So give Mike and Lange a call and let them look after all your terrain needs. Or check out the website at www.battlefieldaccessories.com.au And welcome back to the Bacon Burgers. Uh, welcome back to the Juggernaut Podcast. <laughs> Ooh. Juggernauts. Ooh. We're the Juggernauts Ooh. now. Oh, yes. Well, Fuck that, you, Sheffield. That, 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 <laughs> hey, I love Sheffy. Sheffy's uh, great. Uh, All right. Take him um, or leave him. That is a bit of a normally leave him because he's never there. <laughs> oh no, I've Wait. had this discussion with Sheffy. Um, yeah, <laughs> he said he missed one podcast. No, he, he was didn't. late for one, nah. and that was it. No, nah, that been, was there's it. Been a few of them. There's been a few of them. Uh, I love you, Sheffy. <laughs> is he on this podcast? Sorry, he's not on this podcast though, is he? He's been messaging me during the podcast. Yeah, that's not good enough. <laughs> um, all right, it's quite a good segue there though because. Um, we have um, borrowed from our lovely UK friends. Stolen. Yes. Well, what do you expect when you send your convicts to a rock on the other side of the world? Yep. We steal shit. Yep. Um, we so do. we have borrowed, aka stolen, the Juggernaut's rating system for events. It's pretty comprehensive. Uh, it covers all the bases and gives you a good idea of you know how we feel the event went. And um, yeah, we quite like it. So uh, dipping our hats to the Juggernaut's and... Uh, unashamedly stealing oh, the system. I'm going over there in July. I'm actually going to be playing at one of their events and I'm Steal all this shit. I'm going to dip my wicket <laughs> in a juggernaut. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. All right, so, so... Just a bit of a brief rundown. So the way it'll work is it'll generate a score out of 25 for um, 
for the event. Um, so there's five different categories. Each will be rated out of five by each attendee. Um, an average score will be reached, and then the average scores will be totaled for a total score out of five at the end. Let's rip into it. Let's go. So, gents, first round, player pack. Uh, I'm going to give this one... Uh, see, there's a, the, the, the smart-ass in me wants to say, I'm going to give it like a one because it told me that I couldn't do something I did in any way. Um, it's not quite true. Um, I think Bruce was very, very concise and very, very open with what he was, um, what he was allowing into his event. Um, I think I'm going to give this one... I'm going to give it a three um, based on the fact that uh, I don't believe that the secret objective was explained all that well in the player pack where I feel like that could have, we could have had some clarification. It wasn't in the player pack. It said there will be an extra and that was as much yeah. as was covered. Yeah. And then all I heard about it was something being placed on my table. And something, something dark side. Yes. <laughs> I, I do like the fact, though, that there was a bit of an FAQ that was put out about... That was uh, that was intense. Now, which... that, 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 that is the difference uh, between me giving it a three and giving it a four, was that I thought that that was a very nice gesture about um, a, a FAQ about frequently misinterpreted yeah. or frequently yeah. contentious <laughs> rules. Yeah, it's like this is how we're playing it here. And yeah. it, it cleared up a lot of those problems. Yes, it did. I, um, I thought that was really good because I was honestly quite surprised about how differently some rules, and we all know that the, yeah. the, the rule book is not intended for competitive no. tournament play. We've been through that so many times that it's it's boring as all hell by now. Um, but I thought that was interesting because there were some things that I thought were completely logical the way that we play it in Melbourne that people from Sydney or Brisbane or Perth wherever play it uh, their consensus is completely different yeah rolling a flame terror test before you do casualties that what you do you do casualties and then you start doing pins and farting around with that sort of yeah it's it it I guess that I've played in enough <laughs> interstate events to know that every single community has its own little quirks and how they do this and how they do that. And, you know, how they play in Newcastle is different to how they play in, you know, southern Queensland, Hari. And, you know, all that sort of <laughs> stuff. So it's, it, 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 it is one of those things. So, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stay on a three uh, only because I believe that there could have been a little bit more clarification. It had the information. Um, I would have I liked to have seen the missions released but then I also understand why he didn't do it. He didn't want people training Look, for it. Yeah, but I'm, then I'm going to go with. We, we, we knew what it was going to be anyway. I mean, the only mission that I, I feel that point defense should have been traded out for Heartbreak Ridge because Heartbreak Ridge is an excellent mission. Um, yeah, but we're, we're yeah. not talking about missions per se. We're talking so about the actual pack. in the player pack. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look, like I said, but I'm, I'm giving it. A, I'm True. giving it on. I'm giving it a four um, because. And, and it, it is pushed up from a three to a four by that FAQ. By the FAQ, yeah, sure. Um, there were some things I would have liked to have seen maybe a little bit more clarification in there. One of them was about um, what exactly do you mean by um, uh, some of the less intuitive things around what is a hard army and what isn't. Sure. Um, because we started to, to discuss that when we had begun to, to get some intimations around what what's going to be taken and uh, we started thinking look this is probably a lot harder than what we would uh, take to a 
um, V-Bell event. In my five games, I didn't play one soft army. No. And at no point out of those five games, it, it, would any of those five armies been something that I would expect to face at a Sudlich or uh, a V-Bell event or Moab anywhere? Or yeah, or Moab, like yeah. yeah. Uh, they were all armies that came to play. And yeah. I look, I loved it. Yeah, and so when when we started the process of um, la competition, just di- discussing this stuff, um, you know, you, you guys had, had pretty much told me no, no, back to the drawing board. That's not going to cut it um, here, uh, which which was not entirely clear. And because we don't have a composition scoring system, sure. uh, we don't have any way of rating or handicapping um, armies that it, that are taken. You know, it's it's hard to tell. Is everybody going to have a good time with this stuff? And I could tell that I think some people had pretty much taken a spoon to a gunfight. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's and you're always going to get that. You're always going to come up with, um, yeah, sort of a handful of lists that do come along. And I think that comes down to the TO sort of maybe tapping those people on the shoulder. And I mean, I've, I've had it at my events where somebody's, um, you know, put a list in and you kind of have to say to them, listen, uh, I can see what you're going for here. Um, but you, this isn't going to do well for X, Y, and Z. I had these conversations with Mark Newman when Mark first started playing because Mark was, it had to be 100% accurate. It had to be exactly what was in there. And, you know, you don't understand that, you know, you don't have to take 10 guys. You can split those 10 guys into two five-man squads and they're still mm. part of the same platoon. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, that comes down to the TO sort of, you know, advising his players what, you know, what, what might work and what might not. Um, I don't do it. I don't have to do it so much anymore because most of the Melbourne players know what they're about. And I guess yeah. because we're we're in this this kind of uh, in the evolution of bolt action in Australia as a game, almost this this sort of in between stage where we are, and this is great, attracting new players, but we also now have some pretty old hands in the, in the scene at playing yeah. at, a, at a competitive level. He's calling you old, Tristan. I don't mind. Well, we're all old. <laughs> we we just discussed that. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, you know, we're the, all old and, as balls, and so, son. <laughs> so trying to trying to make a um, acceptable level of cheese there with where, where yeah you, know, you can bring the cool tools and whatever and you can have the funky theme but we want to make sure everybody has a good time yeah um, yep. you know so there was some some thing implicit stuff there which which isn't really the fault of the players pack I guess but um, yeah it so it might I have done. I, I done don't well think to have had some comments about, you know, take your big boy pants when you when yeah, you that, come. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. Um, I, yeah, I, look, I was going to make a point about um, competitive play versus fun, and I don't think they're exclusive. You know, uh, exclusively apart from each other. But whatever, I'm not going to get into it. Um, so right. that's an average score of three point three point five for that one. Uh, moving Tied. on, next Tied. one venue. More. Uh, do you want to take this one first? So I'd be looking at things like uh, heating, cooling, access cooling to toilets, food, drink. I, I can't think of a reason to mark it down. Toilets were nah, pretty it, gross. Hit, okay, here's the thing. I'm a plumber. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you guys, me. you guys it's came out. You guys came out and I was like, oh, it stinks in there. I walked in. I'm like, really? No, it wasn't yeah, it's that. It's, that it wasn't that it stunk. It was that there was no toilet paper and uh, I had no toilet, hand But towels. every time I went to in there to 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 empty myself. Um, no, I've I've got to give the venue a five. Yeah, look, uh, the, the venue food, was the cool. food was amazing. Uh, they're cooling. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, it was it was good. Look, I, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got. I mean, we, I think we might feel differently if it was a 45 degree day and the air conditioning broke down. But that, we were it would be a very solid lucky. one. It would be a fucking solid one if that was yeah. the case. Yeah. Um, um, no, look, there was no hassles parking. The yeah. the, the venue yeah. staff were were great, helpful and friendly. Yeah, the roof didn't fall in. Yeah, you know, it, was, it, was, it was. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Yeah, um, no, it was really good. I it mean, was well laid out. Um, I got to go and see you know like I'm um, Ian and John from War and Peace. Uh, big shout out to those boys. Caught up with Nick from Eureka, Viv from uh, Knights of Dice. You know all the people that I wanted to see. Um, I was yeah. able to track I mean, down and some there, of the. There was, there was a whole players. other building that you didn't see at all where the 40k tournament was and the buy sell and swap no I went up there where oh, Kings you, of War was um, yeah, yeah, I went, yeah, yeah I went up there and had a chat with Patrick because okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. it was quite a walk from them it was. the rest of them um, yeah I've got yeah it's, it's a five um, the yeah the uh, yeah the food drink toilets the whole bit and air conditioning air conditioning on a 30 and a 33 degree day in a tin shed and I wasn't dripping sweat um yeah, five. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, really comfortable. Cool. So we average out at a 4.75 there. That's a high, that's a high score. High four. All right, T.O. Uh, Bruce is a lovely, lovely man. Um, he was he was on the spot with rules clarifications. Um, I guess the only issue that I had is some of the... I, I heard... I heard some of the rules clear, like so, some of the Garrett, for example. Okay, all right. So Garrett had a game, and I won't name the, his opponent, but his opponent had a squad that was hanging out in the middle of nowhere. And one guy was behind a wall. Garrett went to assault, and the bloke said, "Well, I'm behind the wall. We strike at the same time." And Garrett said, "Well, no. Six of your blokes are out in the open, and one bloke's behind the wall." They got the TO involved, and Bruce made the determination that no, because that one guy is behind the wall. He's behind a linear obstacle. Therefore, you will strike at the same time. That is wrong. That is a bad call. Now, I've heard of like one or two other wings where it's like, mm, that, I, I don't think you're correct there. Having said that, that dude was getting pulled from pillar to post. It was, yeah. It's and look, stressful. And we've, like, we've, yeah. done, we've done this before. It's, yeah. it's hard enough when we run this with 25 players. Hell yeah. yeah. He did you, that with you double, double that, that and then some. You double that. Um, there, are, there are some things I would say about... Um, and, and this is, this is a a question of experience of running a large-scale event. This is by no means any sort of... Yeah, we're not um, having a dig. ...ruction or We've got a lot a of love or, for Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a laptop would have made his day a lot better. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also writing stuff out on little cards. Yeah. yeah. Or not. See, that's a learning experience. I know I've learned from the events I've run. I've upgraded constantly from originally just notes on my phone to an iPad to a laptop. So yeah. it's, it's an experience thing and resource thing. So we, we had a, I feel that the draw was a bit weird as well. Um, we had people who were 10, 15, 20 points difference playing each other. Um, and like, it's so going into the last, uh, into the last round, myself and Paul Collins, I think we were on the same points or we were close enough if we were the top two players, we should have been playing each other, and I don't know why we weren't. Well, um, my, my initial feeling was that this was a... Oh, uh, there it goes. Oh, there it goes. Uh, that This was an attempt to um, preserve red versus blue um, draws on that, which certainly through all of day... In fact, all of my games were, were, were uh, red not, versus blue. Not me. No. I have so British, I, I, German, 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 British. Hmm. 
Um, I wasn't overly fond of that uh, countback system because that was a lot oh, of math. Yeah, so uh, like at the end of every game, you had to look at how much you had left on the board and then work out the percentage you still had. And if a squad was down by half, then you had to sort of make... It was just like, oh my God, this but is was, just... Was that in the player pack? I don't recall I don't, it I was. don't remember. I don't that seems very much a 40K thing because I remember some of the older uh, editions of 40k you did that as determining victory points and mm. things like that you'd I don't think to... it was necessary I just I think I, we I, I can we see had it was there as a tiebreaker as a yeah, tiebreaker yeah, yeah. but we were having this conversation is what I think that with the the secondary object you know the, the you know the secret objective mm. that should have been worth one point it shouldn't be worth five two at the absolute most but then you should have also had that other um, that other stipulation did you get into your enemy's deployment zone throw that one in there Drop the, um, you know, sort of, it, it was, yeah, five points for an objective seemed a little bit high. Anyway, um, I'm going to give Bruce three and a half. Um, I feel he also needs a megaphone when he's addressing a large crowd yeah. in a, in a, in a, yeah. in a noisy room. And that was room. a noisy, big, echoey team yeah. shed. And that's that's oh. nothing on Bruce. I mean, I, like, I've got a, you know, I can make myself heard when I need to. I can yell and shout and scream. But, I mean, there's only one man. On the bacon burgers, he can really make himself heard. And oh that's, man, that's, I've I've shouted at people, shouted at people on four, four, shouted his way across Europe. I've shouted at people on four continents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody shouts the way Sneaky Cheese shouts. Well, you know, I'm a softly spoken man. You are. Most you of are the very time. softly spoken. <laughs> um, but what's, yeah, that's what's that saying? Speak softly, scream with carry, 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 a, a, carry, scream. A, big, carry a big wheel of cheese. Yeah. Um, um, look, okay, I'm I'm going to give that a a, a three and a half. Um, and, a which, and, and but that needs to have the caveat that these are. Um, this isn't a personal attack. Yeah, and that and that this this is a for a first go at running, stepping up and running a national scale event. Yeah. That was that was a really really good first run. I Solid don't think effort. there would be many people that could do as well as that first time. Hang on. Well, let me. Okay. All right. Are you going back next year? Yeah. Same. Like. You're going to try and go back I'm, next I'm year. Gonna, Will Australia back. be on fire? We don't know. Might still be going. But, yeah, um, I'll be going back because Bruce, he runs a great event. Um, yeah. 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 All right, so. All right, uh, prize support. Well, for me, it's a five. Um, I thought prize support was off its tits. Um, I came first. I gave my shit away, but I got a prize for winning Best Painted. I went home with a, a, a Rubicon German truck for my DAC. Um... I, I thought it, price support was good. And yeah. War and Peace came yeah. out. Um, I'll, I'll give that a five as well. Um, the one I, thing I, I will everyone, will did everyone say, go home with something? Everyone went home with something. Um, it got down to templates and grass tufts by the end, but that's but a lot of people. If everyone walks away with something, that's, that's the one. For one such a one big thing event. I will say raise about that was a concern that was sort of mentioned on uh, the Facebook group. Oh, and you're not going to bring up this guy who said that he he saw that. Well, it's, it's, it, it was it was just a thing about the phrasing of how that was, yeah, how that was done because it it it, it created the impression that um, uh, it wasn't run the way that, that certainly we do everything where you, you you get something for your effort. We're pretty spoiled though. We are very spoiled because I've yeah. been in that. I never won shit when I played forty k. You came no. into bold action, and we're giving you everything. Sneaky. Exactly. Yeah, um, but you know, it was it was a thing about how that was. Phrased in the in the in the oh, wording yeah, I, yeah, that somebody I, look, I, misread. I, I hope that it is poor phrasing, but I think it is. At yeah, the end of the day, like it's. I mean, if like, 
I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't go to these events to win prizes. I mean, I, I think I've given away my prize. Any prize that I've won, I've, I've normally give it away almost immediately, or I don't take anything. Or it, like, there's got to be something there that I really, really need or want for my next project. Otherwise, I'm like, eh, let somebody else go. I'm, it's, I don't. Yeah. So like, I, yeah, I put that out there. I don't care about prize support. Having said that. If it's there, well, everyone got something, so it's a five. Yeah, yeah, cool. absolutely. And the last category is the general atmosphere. So, how was everyone? Was it a good vibe? Uh, ge- general atmosphere, muggy. It's like a little bit stanky. Um, I had five amazing games against five first class opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I I got worried. Did you? I think it was day two. Did Did you remember the guy who was on the end table who started screaming at his dice? Did you see that? No, I don't think I saw that. And you might have been having you might have been having an aneurysm at the time. But <laughs> there was no, there was um. So on one table down the end of uh, down the end from us, he was the clo- one closest to the wall. I think he threw some dice and they didn't. He was he was having a bad game, but he actually screamed at his dice and it got he got a bit profane. And apparently there was another guy who was further back over to near where Hari was playing. Apparently there was something went wrong and he started screaming at his miniatures. <laughs> he, just, he was like just bent over them, like, you know, an inch away, screaming, you know, saying, you're, you're fucking useless, you're terrible, you know, what are you even doing here? And I mean, I, I hope it was all in jest. But yeah. no, there was no issues at all. I thought it was great. Yep. No, I had I had had no issues either. Um, I mean, there the, there was only one thing where you know I I played a little bit hardball with the the rules about the flak yeah. and and you know. So uh, like we said, it's a it's a GT like it's a well not a yeah. GT but it's a nationals like it's CanCon yeah. so. So overall, five. What, what would you five, five from Tristan? five five for me as well. Alrighty. So All right, how are we looking? We are toe for maths. Do toe for maths. Okay. No, but I'm actually able to add things up. So. Are you ready for it? Do, 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 drum do, roll, do, drum roll. Do, do, we are looking at do, a 21.75 out of 25. That's fucking that's high. That's good. Well done, it Bruce. Good event. Well done, Bruce. Um, yeah, heaps of fun. Uh, mm. I will definitely be back. I won't be going to WinterCon because I'm off to go. I'm I'm going to go and shout at Europeans now. Yes. Um, you do. Well, that. technically, are they Europeans now? Since no, they're oh, Brexit. that's right. Yeah, no, Brexit. I, I did see a brother just quickly on, on that. I saw a very funny meme. The EU now has one GB of space left. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shout out to our British listeners. Love you guys. Absolutely. Um, no, we. Uh, yeah, I'm off to England in July, August. I'm going to go and play in not two steps back. Um, that'll be heaps of fun so I'm going to go and hang out with the juggernauts for the day while my wife goes and explores sunny Leicestershire um, best of luck with that <laughs> keeping a toddler entertained while I go and throw dice I feel a little bit bad but then again fashion your drink governor yeah <laughs> no, luckily luckily um, I think the day before we're going to Leaveston Studios where they filmed Harry Potter so I'm, I imagine she'll just like hand the kid off to me and say right leave me alone for the next six hours um do we have uh, what's going on with the what's the next juggernaut event? Uh, is it two step? Isn't no, it? No, uh, our finest hour. Yes, their doubles event. Um, you think I'd actually have this stuff all sorted out, but I don't. I'm very very disorganised. Uh, here we go. So it's our finest hour. It's the doubles event. It's on the 29th of February. 
uh, random pairs for each round, so you don't need a buddy. So go and go and play. So if you're listening in the UK, uh, consider this to be the Baconburger seal of approval that if you show up and play at this event, Topher will show you his penis. Because I'm sure that you will. That's a guarantee. Uh, need some... Topher will definitely show you his penis. Because mm. I'm sure that you will need some cheering up in a gloomy, exactly right. post-Brexit oh, February rainy winter rainy. Yeah, hence the reason for the penis. I guarantee you, Topher will get that thing out, and you'll be like. Why has somebody glued an acorn to your fucking stomach? Oh, <laughs> this is a wow. family show. No, it's not. Wow. You know full well it's not. Wow. Um, Logan Burke, if you're listening to this, you turn this off right now. It's not for you. <laughs> not until you're older. Um, um, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so good. I apologize to my neighbors who are listening yeah, to know. this out on my balcony. They're right? going to be like, yeah. who is Toph and why does he have a fucking... Shape like an acorn. All right. Uh, also, what, since we're on the uh, topic of upcoming events, sure. What's, um, Akhtar, what's Akhtar doing? So Akhtar down in Tasmania has got Operation. Now I'm never quite sure how to pronounce this. Camp Liner? Camp Camp Linja or Camp Linja? Sneaky. Go. I haven't seen it written down. Like. Go on then. See how it goes. You ready for it? Here we go. Oh God, he's squinting. It's not good. It is rather small text on those uh, messages. Camp Linja. Yeah, so I don't know, but I think that P should be an F, or like I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, due to an unforeseen event, the date has changed. It is now on the fourth of April. Yeah. Um, having travelled to Tasmania and played in events down there, let me stop you there for a second, Rubes. What can people expect from this event? Number one, what can amazing people expect? Terrain. terrain, terrain that is just off its tits, amaze balls. Um, I'm. It makes me angry that the Berwicks yeah. don't live on the mainland. Yes. I'm almost tempted to charter a plane, fly down there, kidnap a lot of them, bring them back here, yeah, and just put them in a sweatshop making terrain. <laughs> like little Oompa Loompas, you know? <laughs> Charlie in the Terrain Factory. Yeah, so um, if you're cheesy <laughs> in the Terrain Factory, Berwick's in the Terrain Factory. So if you're in Tasmania or fancy a trip to uh, a beautiful Southern Isle, it's um, gorgeous down there. By the yeah, way, it's yep. so nice. And Definitely that's a recommend beautiful that. time of year to be down there. Like, oh, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, first VBAL event kicking off Easter Sunday. Yeah, well, we running. did mention that earlier on. Yeah, so we've been in contact with Django Upton from, uh, I think he's from League of Ancients. He is. He yes. Is. Uh, top fella. So um, we were going to run something at Conquest last year, but it's just, um, I just have way too much going on. So um, I think Lee Avery is going to take this one. Um, and yeah, I don't. Uh, there's no points value for it at all. Uh, there was maybe talk that it was going to be escalation or de-escalation. I don't know. Uh, all I do know is that um, I'm probably either going to take Chindits or Eighth Army. I'm nice. leaning towards Chindits. Yep. Keep your eyes posted to the VBAL Facebook page uh, and the Australian News. It'll be a heap of fun. Yeah. Um, and further details Good should event be coming as well. out. So yeah. you know, if you want to also, if you want to come around and have a look at. Other events, uh, I'm not sure if what else will be running, but inevitably there'll be Napoleonics, there'll be Ancients, Word. there'll be yeah. yep. Fantasy, Conquest sci-fi. is a big one. Yeah, I'm lots scared. of board games, role-playing. Role Speaking of that, uh, that sort of thing, um, also I think that the Bacon Burgers are off to Little Wars this year to demo Bolt Action. So I think we'll have a big 2v2 board going um, and basically just show up, push our toys around and beat the shit out of us. Also, if you do come to Conquest... Uh, Anybody who wants to grudge me, let me know, and you can come kick the shit out of me. Because um, I'll hold you down so you can get a few kicks in. On yeah, it. yeah, do it, do it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm done now. I peaked early in the year, and now I'm just not going to spend the rest of the year just like riding around on my coattails. It's gonna be glorious. Um, also, uh, on 
the community front. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a Discord channel. Oh, we do. Uh, we do now. Um, I spent last, very early last Saturday morning online with the Juggernauts having a good hobby sesh. Fuck the four of them. <laughs> I, just because you didn't listen to the last episode properly and hear the nope. invite for nope. Discord. did not. But Judas there is a quite a time difference. So they tend to get on around 7pm their time. Greenwich mean time. time. Greenwich mean time. <laughs> Greenwich, Greenwich. GMT. Yep. Um which equals about 6am here is. in Australia. Yep. So yep. I set my alarm and was up. Wasn't quite on there as quick as I would like because the little pup decided to take a pee in the middle of the lounge room floor, which I then had to Ugh. clean up. Um, but had a very good session chatting, uh, shooting the shit, doing some hobby um, with them. So I've taken a bit of inspiration, aka theft, from them. And we now have a, the Bacon Burgers channel. Jump on our Facebook page uh, to see the link. I have been told it may not be working at the moment, so I'll check that at some point tonight. We'll have after to get onto the Bacon episode. Burgers social media manager yes. immediately. Yes. Um, Rubes, let him know. Looking forward to uh, uh, some sessions on there. Maybe looking at maybe Monday nights. Get on there for some hobby sesh. Yeah, I think we're going to do something sort of semi-permanently. If you Q- want to jump Q- on that session, yeah, ask us anything. And that goes, to, that, yeah, that goes for like anybody in Europe, uh, America, um, Asia, anybody. Just jump on, have a chat. If we're on, we'll quite happily talk your ears off and you can ask us whatever you want. And, and similarly on the social media front, um, you know, if you're on the uh, Bolt Action Reddit subreddit, um, I'm on there as well. So you can find me as Hammer of Grendel. Um, <laughs> that's... I couldn't have picked that. I'm not name. surprised. Yeah. Um, so you'll occasionally see me posting hammer of grundle <laughs> pictures no of grundle. miniatures and answering uh, rules questions. So uh, say hello. I used to know a guy whose last name was Grundle. It was <laughs> there's no end of fun there. No Grundle. Did he have both arms or had uh, yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. ripped one off? He was he had the, he had one of the most amazing silver mullets you've ever seen in your entire oh, life. Glorious. This was a bloke who he was on night he was a, like he used to do not a lot of night shift. He had this old um he had like an old Commodore, an old Falcon, like one of the old old ones. And um yeah, before he got his new car, he was um he rolled up to work, parked it underneath and one of the other boys was like finishing up just about to jump on his bike. Graham went around the back opened the boot and took out three cans of house paint. Like, like Graham, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm bored. going to paint the car. <laughs> he just painted it with house paint. Like, what the fuck? Oh, this is great. the loosest unit you've ever come across. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Random trivia for you there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else have, have we got? We got anything else? Uh, I'm Closing I'm, remarks. I feel that we're missing something. I feel we've forgotten something, but I can't. I, I'm a little bit sort of cooked at the moment. Yeah. No, I think that'll do us. The wheels have fallen off. Um, yeah. As per usual, um, yeah, just touching back on it quickly, uh, I am very much looking forward to going over to the UK. Uh, if anybody um, does happen to be going to Two Steps Back in Leicestershire, I think 1st of August, um, I will be in attendance. So um, if you come up to me and say the secret phrase, uh, which is grundle, um, I'll punch you in the face. Leicestershire <laughs> you can be Leicestershire cheese. Yeah, me. they fucking come molest Hobby me cheese. in Leicestershire. Hobby cheese, um, international cheese. I'm gonna be that's oh that's I'll be international cheese for the day. But yeah, and then after that we're fucking off to um, Scotland. We're gonna Scotland. Um, so yeah, at this stage, um, oh that's the other thing. Um, so not two steps back will be the final outing with the LIDG, and then they will be permanently retired. 
Are you going to make like a Viking funeral for them? No, I'm going <laughs> to sell them. <laughs> There's no fucking way I'm burning those. I put way too much hard work into them. They look great. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great CanCon. Um, unfortunately, I got a speeding fine on the way home, so that's great. But other than that, um, yeah, I think we all had a good time. Um, I'll tell you, I slept well the next day. Oh, I, yeah. I was dead to the world. Um, yeah, I think we dropped you off first. You were about, what, 12.30, 1 o'clock? Yeah, about 1 o'clock. Yeah, 2.30 I finally got home by the time we dropped Amp and Garrett off at their place. and Oh, it was wretched, but it was a lot of fun. So uh, we are heading to BadgerCon this year mm-hmm. as, a, as a day trip. Um, that'll be fun. Anything else? Uh, yeah, we still got to set down some dates for some few other events, but uh, keep your eyes posted to the VBAL page. Yeah, Melbourne mentioned. players, we are. Yeah, we will be running three other events after Conquest. Um, it's just. And, and if if you're um, uh, Melbourne players, you know, if if you do play at uh, any of your local Melbourne clubs, we'll be trying to make a bit more of an effort to get around and do some uh, yeah. do some demo games do with some intro games, some beginner days, things like yeah. that. Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to sort of you know raise our presence a bit. We're going to try and sort of uh, grow the community a bit more this year. Um, it's pretty important to kind of get a, a strong community going, and if we can sort of uh, get that happening, that would be fantastic. Stronger community because Melbourne Melbourne scene is pretty strong. We got a good strong scene. Yeah, Big Papa Stewart, Aaron Cattle, the fucking the the wild cattle rustler. <laughs> I miss Rob Lambert. I'll give you that. I'll give you that for free right now. I miss Rob Lambert a lot. I wish he would. Uh, but having said that, um, also Jack Norman down in Geelong is talking about um, trying to get a, like a local scene going down there. Nice. Yeah. Geelong. Anyone listening in Geelong? Um, we got three or four. Make some contacts and Torvald. Yeah. Torvald's from Geelong. Yeah, he is. Yep. I'd be interested in going down to, for an event down Geelong. Hey, if someone wants to fucking run an event in Geelong, I'm there. Yeah. I'm I'm there like a fat kid on a cupcake because I got a place to stay down. My whole family's from Geelong. I can maybe jump Spines into uh, does Geelong Heresy still run? Ooh. That big big forty k thing. We could you know maybe what? If, piggyback off if something off that, that. Drinks at the Nash on Saturday night. Oh yeah, oh. bangers and Nash. I used to. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I yeah remember I used to hang out in Geelong a lot. No shit, really. Yeah. How did you and I not bump into each other? Yeah, that's it's very very strange. One. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're just rambling at this stage. The wheels yeah. are well and truly falling off. <laughs> they were quality, ever on? They were on? Nah, they were a little bit at the start. They're wob- wobbly. They're like the wonky shoppy trolley. They've always mm. got that one wheel that just wobbles. Yeah. yeah. Takes you hard to the right. And <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder how the hell we got on that list of, you know, what is it the, the top 15 the war top, gaming Top podcasts? 30. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we got quite high up into that. And I'm like, how? How did we get quite... It's the Sub-quality podcast material right here. It's just <laughs> That's been generous. It's very generous. But, all right. you know. So I think on that note, it's time to wish you all good night. So that's good night from him and good night <laughs> from... <laughs> good night from him? Oh, you just didn't want to give me a chance no, to say anything. remember the two Ronnies. No. <laughs> um, yeah, cheers for listening, folks. We'll see you on the next one. Um, hopefully it'll be a little bit sooner. Uh, we'll get some games in and um, yeah see how we go catch you all and uh, thanks for listening